0: live we're doing it live i meant to hit the other button and give us a countdown but i didn't do it so here we are welcome to star trek europa i am your host uh jeff harvey you can find me at all the places at studio tembo there is a link in the chat uh there is also a link in the show notes if you're listening or watching this much later um, we are a newly established twitch affiliate so please help us out and do all the twitch affiliate things that you're allowed to do now that twitch does i don't know what i all are but you're welcome to do them um you can also join us on Patreon if you if you like the show and support us there. Um this show will come out on YouTube still but it will not be broadcast live it is now exclusive to Twitch for its live episodes. I um, mean it will of course continue to come out on the audio podcasts as it always does. Anywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Uh let's start with Brian. Brian has the least to say so go ahead.
1: Um, my name is Brian. Uh, I am playing yes uh Ensign Elizabeth page amongst other people. Uh, you can find me on my soon to be podcast, Brian Argues With You.
0: They will never be broadcast anywhere.
1: <laughs> it will ne- it will, episodes will not be released, but they will be filmed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. All right. Kendall, go ahead.
2: Hi, I'm Kendall. You can find me on Kendall the Elemental on TikTok, and that is the only place you are allowed to find me. I'll be playing uh, Commander Eleanor Brooks, who's the first officer amongst other characters.
0: Awesome. Um, you're also part of the, uh,
2: yeah, St. Pete by night,
0: St. Pete by night. Yep. Um, and, uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing on this show is if we get enough people to support one of the pod, one of the challenges that we'll be putting up later, uh, is I will have Kent, Michigan from, uh, St. Pete by night on a round table discussion that I believe Jack will also be part of, but we'll get to that in a future episode. So go ahead, Evelyn.
3: I'm Evelyn. You can find me on TikTok at Fnatrix with two X's. Can also find me over on the St. Pete by Night switch server as well. I'll be playing Dr. DeSavio Nayet.
0: Here, not Lieutenant there.
3: Lieutenant Mills, what's that?
0: Here, not at Saint Pete by Night.
3: Yes, here. I right. I mean I could. Maybe Desavi wants to go back in time to St. Pete. I don't, I I don't can, know.
0: Over episode.
3: Right. Cross oh God. Cross Maybe Holocaust. she has to become Hakata. Hey, I, yeah, there we go. I'll bring in my, my Doctor of Occult, Hakata, over here. It'll be very confusing for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. here I will be playing Dr. Dosavio Nayet PMO as well as Lieutenant Mills and Ensign O'Connor and our lovable Romulan rogue second or Lidal as he's properly known.
0: Or whatever his name happens to be this week.
3: Whatever his name is at the moment.
0: <laughs> That's right.
3: Call him George
4: for now.
0: George the Romulan.
4: Yes. George. I will love
0: him and squeeze him and I will call him George. Um, all right, Jack, you're up.
4: Yes, hello. I am Jack. Uh, you know, I need some sort of title or something, so I was going to just yes, hello. I am Jack. That uh, anyway, uh, you may know me from my own channel, Twitch.tv/slash The People I've uh, been on a little bit of a, of a hiatus while I've been planning some new stuff, working with some other people, and I've been so happy to do so. Uh, not only can you find me here. Uh, being Captain Arani Ambrose and Engineer Tong and all kinds of other great characters. Uh, But you can also now find me every Monday at 8 p.m. EST over on Twitch.tv Tales from the Table uh, with my good friend The Lion Knight. We are playing an SCP-inspired game. Uh, Secure, Control, Protect, all that fun Paranatural stuff where I am playing uh, Agent Hevard Hart, a sort of a uh, secret agent bond type character uh tong just better uh I highly that's, doubt that's it. i mean that's <laughs> that's highly subjective that's very true uh yeah we just did our second episode last uh yesterday and it was great fun so if you're looking for something a little bit more paranatural to go along with our sci-fi star trek here come hang out with me on mondays and then in Starting in January, I know there's all of December we have to get through, but December is difficult with holidays and all that. Uh, I'm just going to. Brush past it. Uh starting in January, we're gonna be kicking off season four of RPGs Uncovered once again. That is a series dedicated to showing just how quick and easy it can be to learn a new TTRPG. We will be focusing on a game called Cyber Rats, which is basically XCOM meets Shadowrun without all that annoying crunch that you have to deal with, and you get to play as a bunch of giant rats, which is great. Uh so if you're if you're interested in learning a new game, it looks amazing. It's a lumen-based system, D6, it's great fun uh and i'm currently casting for it so if you want to get in on uh ttrpg streaming actual plays learning games helping teach games uh hit me up on twitter my link might be somewhere around here uh, at ppls ascension and we'll see where else i spread to while the bird app is on fire uh stay tuned for that i will drop my links and uh i think that's all i have awesome I'm, i'm amassing quite a few quite a few things to talk about now uh yeah. Star Trek time. Let's go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, as for things that are not twi- uh, the 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 bird's nest, um the bird feeder. Um I am also now on co-host and tribe and possibly counter social and technically mastodon, although I can't figure out mastodon enough to be able to use it. So um there's stuff out there.
4: I am uh, too old for all these social media.
0: Oh, I know. It's like starting over, I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
4: you damn kids. I, oh. I I say as the ripe old age of thirty one. Right,
1: join, join me in the limbo
4: zone. Yeah, right.
2: You're only three years older than me.
4: So
0: old. Y'all fucking All right, let's go ahead and do a recap, <laughs> Evelyn. I believe you have the most um, uh, notes that are readable, sure.
3: legible.
5: Sure.
2: There, 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 there are notes. Uh, legible. Hmm? I don't know about legible, <laughs> um, but there are notes. <laughs> you can read it and that's what matters i
4: don't don't know how you became our our note keeper (laughs) i am always your note keeper Uh, anytime anytime you want to tag me in
0: (laughs) mostly because her memory is so bad she has to write stuff down so Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right go ahead and let's do a recap and obviously jack you can fill in as you need to
3: um we ran across our lovely friendly packlets um who were kind enough to help the Romulans find us. Because, you know, they're just do-gooders like that. Um, Commander T'Val says that, uh, there are many ways he could have found us, but he wanted to see how he'd react. They want to talk privately. Um...
4: I had Commander Tavem. Is it Tavem, Tavol, Taven. Something. T apostrophe E-V T Apostrophe v.
0: E. N. I just t gotcha. apostrophe v. E. N. That's how I did it. Awesome.
3: It's a name. Yeah. It's a name. Commander, that guy with ears mm-hmm. and the hair. George. <laughs> George. Um, was a smug bastard boundaries um the info, information is for the captain he can bring trusted personnel and he will do the legway um, They they get a sense of nervousness uh the commander or the commander said that he wanted to discuss family matters his relatives um, some of them are finding difficult difficult to t- Get in touch with their friends afar. And your name has come up Um, you. So they want to send a message to Mendek. They give us like two pads, one heavily coded, one encrypted. Um we with the help of was it Tana uh, with the with I? yes okay um she found a an interesting pattern um
5: the prefix command codes
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yes the words are just not making sense to me like there are words here and they're not coming together
0: <laughs> i understand my brain has been soup for some
3: time now it's mm-hmm. that time of year I um, think basically boiled down to there was a ship for Mendek somewhere.
5: Yes.
0: Um, there was a I, someone was trying it, to make sure Mendek knew that he had a a, a fleet he could possibly commandeer um, yes. somewhere.
4: There there was a fleet with all of the juicy information. Someone would need to get on there and take command of it. Yep. Yes. In probably not legitimate fashion. Semi legitimate fashion. Semi you know, semi legitimate fashion.
2: Good old space hijacking.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, Silva told the captain about Kenneth Thomas. There's a gap in the sensor
5: logs in Silver's quarters. Um, Mendek the pirate.
3: There are only a handful of people who should have been able to do that.
5: Yep. Uh, Including Tong,
0: who may or may not be a bad guy now. I don't know. As far as we know. Perhaps.
3: maybe That's why Lidal had to shoot him. See, <laughs> y'all are mad at me. Had to. When it's that big-eared little bastard over there, he looks like to. shit
4: Tong's playing the long game, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out Tong's been the bad guy all along. He's the right. villain of season three.
0: <laughs> I'm
4: here for it. It, it. One of the few Frank who has to shave every day, or otherwise he just gets that pencil <laughs> mustache and it's, it gives him away.
3: <laughs> uh, Thomas' records are nine years out of date. Um, no records past that, or of his home world. He thinks he's not intelligent. Um, the captain does say there are different protocols that should have been used for the mission to Coria Four. So we're gonna change security. We're gonna do drills. Um, Ambrose
4: wanted to lock the finish. whole ship down and, and do all kinds of drills and look into it. And Silva was like, but what about trap? And right. yeah, we'll, 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 I believe we compromise somewhere in the middle.
5: Yep. Now has permission to talk to Tong about it since he's involved. Um,
3: Kendall and Commander Brooks talked about the incident with Jisa. Um, Kendall explained that <clears throat> she didn't want to get her in trouble, um, but she couldn't serve on the same ship. Commander said that she needs to be in trouble. Um, says Jisa to get her off the planet, but she could have done—probably could have done it without shooting her. Um, Kendall talked about it was hard to bring it to Vasavi because it was her mom. And the commander offers to put counselor hat back on. Uh, and Kendall suddenly has to go back to work. And That's I think pretty much it. I right? write it down.
4: Uh, the only thing I would add is that Ambrose did have the other pad that he got directly from to them, not yes. the one passed to Mendek. Uh he managed to crack that by looking at it through all kinds of interpretations of the lullaby that he and Tosha read magically brain share sometimes. Uh and found information about Romulan ship deployments and insinuations that uh no that's the Mendek one. Uh Ambrose found contacts uh no, what is this? Uh connects exact. Uh yeah. It, uh, it it basically laid out the exact time and route of the transport uh, that the Romulans were taking uh, Toshiri on to secure her, take her somewhere, uh, and details about those ships. Two Valdor-class warbirds and a number of smaller recon and support ships. So, a small fleet.
0: Yep. Sounds about right. Anybody else have anything they want and to I've, add?
3: I feel like it was last episode that Dasavi and the commander talked as well. Uh, maybe I'm just finding two episodes, but I know she got homework to knit.
0: Yes,
2: did get maybe homework one before that?
3: That
0: was last episode. You got homework. A, and you And got
2: therapy homework. Yes, and then yeah, Evelyn had something. additional
0: homework uh, that she was supposed to do, and I don't know if she has done yet. So
5: clearly not. Evelyn some socks.
0: Yeah, you were supposed to do more homework was, about the. Uh, Beta Z Traditions
3: Oh the religions? Yeah that's yeah. been on my list for months
2: And is staring me in the face in yeah. Giant writing. Which is why I'm God shaming happens. you in front of people added. right
0: now That's okay um, So let's <laughs> go ahead You need
2: shame to be shamed That's
0: right, Well, fair enough Let's go ahead oh, yeah. and uh, start out there I think we're going to start with uh, a therapy session Between the first officer uh, And Jisa Who got told on Last now,
4: episode. It, important distinction is this therapist Brooks or is it exo brooks?
0: That is a, a fair assessment. A fair a fair question.
2: Right and, now she's got her counselor hat on. Okay. Actually, it's actually since this was first officer stuff that was brought to her, she's got her exo hat on.
0: All right. So it's exo not therapy.
2: Okay.
0: A very important distinction.
2: She'll offer the hat later, but she gets a feeling that this, that this one will run too.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, start out. You'll be at the in the XO's office since this is an official bit of business. Um, ship's been on relative. Uh, you guys have been at 234, Starbase 234, for the last several days. Um, other than that, the ship's going pretty good. Everything is fine. Uh, it's just routine. Routine ship business has been going on for the last several days. So, uh, yeah, go ahead.
2: Thank you for joining me, Gisa. Would you mind taking
5: a seat? Yeah, sure. More this
2: is late on the um, upkeep, so to say. But um, I was told about a uh, mission, an away mission you were on with um, a, a fellow officer by the name of Kendall.
5: Yeah wondering how long this would take I was told you
2: uh, shot her in order to cooperate
5: shot and cooperate are two very strong competing words there some would say it offers a way of encouragement I would like
2: to know your side of the story if you don't mind
5: All in the report, I had no reason to hold anything back. I'm sure she
4: didn't either. They sent us out on some recon mission, fly into a nebula, pick up some trash, scan some things. I was babysitting the science nerds. And then the ship fell through a wormhole 70,000 light years across the galaxy and fell into a Borg planet. So I think the scientific ensign straight out of the cadet in the command chair, you know needed to take back seat there.
2: And what led you to shooting her?
4: Again, shooting is a powerful word. It what was... would
2: you call uh, encouragement by
5: phaser? I'm
4: sure you're familiar with these phasers. The, the lowest setting on these phasers is basically a laser pointer. It's the power nap setting.
2: Stun, you mean?
4: Well, I certainly didn't vaporize her.
2: No, you'd be—you would have had much faster consequences than you had.
4: Yeah, um, no kidding. Look, she was making all kinds of trouble, being outwardly subordinate, insubordinate, arguing, and walking out into her death. The la- the earlier stuff, I—I I get it. I've been there. I get it. I'm not letting somebody who at that point, was under my command, walk out into the desert with big-ass monster creatures running around, no water for miles, no food, and Borg flying around. No, she needed to get back in the ship. She wasn't, so I encouraged her to take a short nap.
2: You stunned a fellow officer to coerce her into your ship.
4: I saved her goddamn life.
2: Hmm. And there were no other ways to do this.
4: Any other ways? Any reasonable ways were exhausted by that point. Tried the discussion. What? It didn't go well.
2: And the discussion was the only one you tried.
4: Well, I suppose I could have wrestled to wrestled her to the ground and dragged her back, but there was far greater chance of more significant injury than a light refreshing nap
5: have you ever been stunned before
4: oh yeah did you call those naps
5: did you call those naps refreshing Eh, sometimes
4: You you ever been trekking through a desert for six days straight with jem
5: hadar on your back
2: those aren't my experiences with the jem hadar
4: There's a lot worse things than a little headache and some tingliness and falling over.
2: There are always worse things, but that doesn't mean you should do them.
5: Did okay. you feel justified in okay. this?
4: We all got back here safe. She's not in some saber-toothed cat's stomach at the moment, or walking around with a laser pointer sticking out of her head.
2: Believe it or not, that's a yes or no question.
5: Right. Sorry, I elaborated too much. Yes, I do feel justified. And you already answered the why, so I don't need to ask that one. Looking back, do you think there could have been any other way to deal with this? Preventative measures
4: would have been appreciated. Like what? Like telling a child straight out of the academy that she wouldn't be in charge of a hostile rescue attempt. Establishing some level of discipline and respect for a clear chain of command. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know how much the, the Academy has changed since the war. It has not been that long. But that was, that was not the, the temperament and reasoning of a prospective officer. It was a kid having a tantrum.
2: No, it was the reasoning of someone who was fresh out of the Academy and scared.
5: So tell me again, how do you think you could have done this better? I understand needing to survive. Look, I laid it out all clear as day. We
4: had a talk. I expressed my points in a much nicer way than I'll admit I'm expressing them now. And she wanted none of it. I pointed out that where she was walking was a hundred or more miles away. That there was nothing on scanners that repre- that related anything near usable water, vegetation. We saw tracks of large animals. Granted, this was before we knew it was a Borg world, but you know, hindsight I think still should account for something. I'm not one, and I'm I'm sure you've looked through plenty of records and recommendations service records whatnot you know i'm not one for touchy feeling holding hands yada yada i run a flight deck to get to that flight deck you have to prove yourself first i'm not here to gently walk a puppy through the park that's something the academy should have handled before she was thrown into a runabout I'll, I'll discuss things reasonably, but when you stop being reasonable, so do I.
5: When you're on away
2: missions, you are strictly logical. It sounds like.
4: I'm not Vulcan. Well,
2: it sounds like you're trying to emulate one from the way you're dismissing any kind of emotional response.
4: <laughs> you think this is dis- dismissing emotional response? I don't think an Andori can dismiss emotional response.
5: You're certainly doing a good attempt. It's the first time I've ever heard that.
2: It sounds like an Endori is trying to dismiss fear or anger. Which I find... odd.
4: Oh no, believe me, I was plenty upset. But I've been trained to suppress that. I've been trained to know that's not what you act on.
2: And how long did you go through that training?
4: Uh, so, oh! what am I? I think I turned 33, 34 last year.
5: So, all of your life? You grow up on the ice, you
4: go to the academy, you go through war.
2: And you expect that same kind of temperament from someone that's just out of the academy?
5: I understand why you did what you did. It was the quickest and least painful option.
4: It was the option most likely to save someone's life. I'm not letting some kid die under my command, not anymore. Not
5: over something as nonsensical as this. She's writing something down. I understand. Good. So Is done there here? anything
2: else you would like noted in this report?
5: I think my experiences, my record, speaks for themselves.
4: Better decisions could have been made far before she was cast away on that planet with us.
5: Oh, my God. All
2: right. Thank you for your time, Jisa. I will make sure to call you back in when I do your psychological evaluation. Joy. Mm-hmm. It'll be in a different office.
4: Pump your couch. Sure.
2: Oh, yes.
5: Stands up and wash the door. Wait. You're dismissed. She'll open the Thank door. Thank you, Commander.
0: Alright. Let's go ahead and go to the opening credits.
5: There we go. So did
0: you have something, Jack, or did you want to just go jump right into the other stuff?
4: Uh, Yeah, let's let's see what spills out. All right. Uh, So Ambrose is once again in his personal quarters. Uh, He's he's got he's got his uniform sort of Un- unbuttoned down actually i don't know if our uniforms do that in this age uh but he, he's more he's more uh he's more relaxed uh may- maybe he has the uh the picard super v-neck tunic going on uh you know i'm sure he could rock that uh lights lights down a little low he's just hanging out on the couch he has his pad he has a drink off on the table uh kind of angled and looking out towards the window
5: Captain's personal log.
4: Got a lot of interesting reports lately, a lot of a lot of factions
5: all seeming to converge
4: soon. Strange orders, strange missions, strange priorities from Starfleet rescuing a Romulan, rescuing a Klingon. Wharf Mendek. Subcommander Toshiri. Now revealed to be the granddaughter of the
5: Praetor? Yep. Praetor. Mm-hmm. Now revealed to be the granddaughter of the Praetor. Something's coming to a head. I can feel it. I
4: feel like we've been drawing closer, like I've been being pulled closer, and things just keep
5: pulling us away. Reach forward, take a drink of something, put it down. Stand up, walk towards the door. Computer erase log. Nice.
0: All right. With that, we'll jump to uh, the conference room, where we will have some discussion about the upcoming mission stuff. Um, I've got Ambrose DeSavi. The first officer, uh, Commander Brooks, um, Mills, Yazabeth, and Koba, the Kostra, sorry, not Koba, Um, although really anybody can or cannot, anyone that wants to be there can pretty much be there to to interject. That's just who the senior staff pretty much is at the moment.
4: Right. Yeah, I I think Ambrose would pretty much call all hands on deck here. This is full... Bridge, normal bridge crew slash senior staff moment. Yeah.
0: So, anybody else that wants to interject, just let me know, and we'll we'll move you into the scene. So, anybody sure. that can, anybody can be there that wants to be.
4: Uh, yeah. So, I imagine we're at the the really long table. Everyone has a seat. We're not just down at one end. Everyone has pads out in front of them. Uh, and knowing Ambrose, flashing back all the way to be the beginning of season one uh little uh like memo pads and pencils should somebody should should uh should that be preferred um and there probably is you know you have the the big screen off to the corner that probably has pulled up a regional map of that sector of space that Ambrose identified on the on the pad he decrypted
5: Okay. We have we have an important mission coming up.
4: We have very decent intel. The intel we need to give us the best chance at succeeding here. We know the Romulans are
5: We know that Sela, who is. Or no.
0: Proconsul.
4: Proconsul, yes. Uh, we know Proconsul Sela has been making a power play in the Run Star Empire for some time now, working with the Duras family and
5: House Karnak? Uh, for the. The time of the Klingons, yeah, Varnak,
4: Varnak, close. We now know that Starfleet has had some vested interest in the in some level of opposition to that, obviously overtly and apparently nodding towards uh, Silva and Tongs, probably in the background as well. We have good information about Admiral Mendek, his, occup- his opposition and his faction's opposition to Sila. We have reports on the now recently rescued Ambassador Worf, who, for obvious reasons, is going to bring the Klingons back into the forefront of whatever tension and most likely ensuing conflict is about to arise. And then, of course, there is us and the rest of Starfleet. We have four major factions converging on this event
5: right here. And that seems to involve
4: around one subcommander, Toshari, the now revealed to be granddaughter of the Praetor, a political pawn and one that could destabilize the current. Romulan Senate, the entire Romulan Star Empire, to a position that is inhospitable to Starfleet
5: and the continued stability of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. We need to stop that. Currently, we have this ship and this crew.
4: Chasing down two Valdor class warbirds and a small fleet of recon and support ships. That's what we have. We have each other
5: and we have intel. I need your input. Huh. I'm sure Silva has submitted her plan by now. Uh, I do know yeah if she's at this meeting uh yeah uh she'll she'll put forward her idea go ahead um the audience does not know what we have written <laughs> so
1: well at this I, point
4: i don't know what we have written
1: <laughs> i said it. At the, i said it at the end of the session uh oh that's but, true you but, did but uh i'm happy to go over it again uh the idea was uh that um we plant some false evidence that uh a, an important meeting is going down uh exactly what uh is debatable but it's something that the- that the Romulans uh cannot afford to uh miss or cannot afford to let happen and the only ship in uh range to uh stop it would be the the one here in uh Toshiri. uh we would be waiting there for that for them at this point uh with a tachyon net uh a a series of uh buoys set up to uh to, to blast cloaked ships with uh tachyons in order to reveal them uh, uh after taking on the ship shields we would uh uh we would send a boarding party we would get Toshiri out. Uh, then, prior to leaving, we, the Tachyon net would explode uh, in a series of sensor scrambling. Uh, uh, sensor scrambling uh, it, the, would destruct in a series of sensor
5: scrambling explosions, blinding the warbird and allowing us to get away. I like the idea of this net to speak with engineering to see how plausible that is. I like the idea of the false information, the lead of some kind, but two holes in that idea.
4: We're not just dealing with one ship. There's at least two Valdor-class warbirds transporting Toshari. We might be able to take one in a fair fight better with uh whatever you can get these emitters to produce too difficult but if we can get the upper hand but there's also a small fleet of recon and support ships that could make
5: a sensor net in the breadth and width we would be able to create in this amount of time. I like the idea, but I don't think it's. Foolproof nothing ever is. For this plan, do we have a fallback in case any part of it goes sideways? there are a couple ways it could go sideways. Uh, We could
1: attract the attention of more ships, uh, like the captain said, uh, in which case we would focus on the Warbird and uh, uh, get uh, get the shields down as quickly as possible so we could beam over. The goal here would not be to defeat the ships that were there, but to simply keep them busy enough that we could get a team over um, and then escape. Uh, Other ways you can go sideways is we don't attract the wrong ship or we don't attract the right ship, which uh, to compensate for that, we could uh, simply just not show up at the rendezvous point if we don't detect the correct ship uh, on its way. Uh, We know which ship she's in and we can
5: uh, we can scuttle the plan if need be uh, and come up with another one afterwards. I'm not
4: sure how much time we have to make multiple attempts. We can certainly look into that. I think there is half of a very good plan here. Don't get me wrong, Lieutenant. I think there is just more on the table than what this is capable of accounting for, at least just on our own. I think if you're looking for a foolproof plan, you'll never find one. But by all means, if you. No. But we have the deck heavily stacked against us, two Valdor ships and a small fleet. We're not in a combat vessel. We have a we have a good crew. We've taken the ship into
5: dangerous situations before, but I mean this is a combat vessel. It's literally a combat vessel. It's armed. We know, at the very least, that there's another
4: faction of Romulans that have a play in this. We know that the Klingons are going to get involved eventually.
5: And when the Klingons get involved,
4: things start moving very quickly, especially if there's no coordination. I would propose we reach out to these two factions and see if we can coordinate
5: something. Sending the messages over long range communications might be
4: dangerous in that regard, perhaps. As far as I understand, Mendek is still aboard station and Wharf is in transport back to Kronos, the opposite direction. Is Mendek in? contact with the other Romulans? I was under the impression he was not. Probably not yet. But it looks like he's poised to very potentially get back into the seat of a
5: useful enough position of power. One in opposition to Sila. I agree, but that's after we get her back. That's for
4: after. I don't think it needs to be. Okay. I'd imagine Mendek would want to act on this very quickly. Sure, so what are you propose? I propose we convince him to harry any of the other vessels who might be in the region of this route, that this fleet is taking Toshari. To
5: when when you say you have him harry, using what ships? Using the ships he's going to procure. Okay, so get
1: so get him back to Romulan space, have him build up a navy, and then harry them?
4: Is this not information you brought to me?
1: I mean, we know that we know that there's some, there's a rebel faction. Are we going to ask the rebel faction to, to harry them, then convince... Are we going to ask the rebel faction to harry them? Is that, what, is that what you're proposing?
4: Yes. Okay. Perhaps not the entire rebel faction, but he has a small fleet that he has direct access to, command codes for. He could be poised to have a fleet at least large enough to the one transporting Toshari or at least large enough to make a difference. Perhaps not directly in that confrontation, but at least enough to keep other ships, as you say, the the wrong ships, or perhaps draw the other Valdor class or some of those support ships away from us while we're dealing with the appropriate target.
1: Well, if if they know where the rebel ships are, why would they not just send everything they've got at them? If the entire idea of this is to prevent a rebellion, letting them know exactly where the rebels are by having them harry, kind of defeats the purpose
4: of just doing this in the first place. This is going to break out into a Romulan civil war if this doesn't work anyway.
1: I mean, you're proposing it literally breaks out into a Romulan civil war.
4: But we get the preemptive strike off. This is the power play here. This is the fulcrum. If they achieve whatever their plan is with Toshari, this all gets very messy very quickly. I I propose we rally the allies we would be forced to take after the fact, rally them before the fact, and strike preemptively,
5: in a coordinated fashion. Okay. That's what you wanna do? Commander, Brooks, I know you are new here, but you are our leading counselor,
4: psychologist, analyst. I don't know how much military support you've been in before, though I know you've you said you've worked in your own way during the war. What are your thoughts on all this? Either plan, both mesh together your own?
2: Uh... Eleanor would pause for a moment, nod. Do we have a time frame on this,
4: Jeff? Do we have a time frame on this?
0: Yeah, you've got probably quickly. Yeah, pretty quickly. Uh, uh, an indeterminate number of not too many days. You do do have have a timeline. I just don't have a timeline, like you know.
2: Do we have enough time to contact both of these parties and to rally them together? Because I do like both of your plans, but one works on a faster timeline, and one may take quite a bit more time. But the one that takes more time will give us more advantages.
4: I don't think the plans are
5: mutually exclusive. I feel like they are. I like the See? idea of setting up a sensor net.
4: Mm-hmm. I like the idea of drawing them to a specific location. I also like the idea of having somebody in the end fields be able to keep other meddling possibilities out of the way and draw heat if need be. I also like the idea of reinforcements when we have two of the newest warships of the Romulan Star Empire against what is definitively a science vessel.
5: I didn't, uh- I don't see how these are not mutually exclusive because if the idea is that we
1: lure them away and then the idea is, one idea is that we lure them away in in an isolated position. The other one is we get a grand force to attack them directly.
4: No, no, no. We lure them to a position. We have, we we need a war table. <laughs>
2: I would say that these aren't mutually exclusive because if we have more people on our side, we have more distractions to keep them occupied while we send in our boarding party.
4: As far as we are aware, Sila's faction does not understand the very imminent threat that Mendek poses to a yet undiscovered rebel faction, or at least an actionable rebel faction. We don't know, but if I were Mendek, I would want to secure that as quickly as possible. As soon as he is out of Starfleet custody, which could be any moment now, he will make a move on that to solidify his forces. Most likely wanting to take them back, retreat, find some some way to hold up, find some way to galvanize his forces. I propose that we try to convince him that we need those forces now, not to wait on galvanizing an entire fleet an entire navy, an entire rebellion, but to use what ships that he has access to here, now, and bring them along our same path while we enact this plan.
5: Do we have any that are, do we know of any that are close enough?
4: Am, am, I, am I working on information nobody else has? because from my understanding the the pad that we were supposed to give to Mendek had information about a small fleet that he had access codes to now so he could roll up hijack those shifts and be like i'm the boss gtf or work with me right right
0: theoretically that is theoretically that is possible and i believe the group at least most of the group should have that information yes
2: Right. I didn't know that was given to my character. It was another character.
4: Okay. all of all of that, like I said, everybody has pads in front of their desk. All the infos up on the war screen. Right. Um, yeah.
0: There's no promise. I mean, obviously, there's no guarantee that Mendek will be able to help in in time. But right. You're. I, I think what you're doing is you're you're hedging. You're trying to hedge your bets.
4: Trying to hedge um, the bets. So we do yeah. we do uh, Silva's idea, but while we're doing this, they're keeping the trash at bay. Out here, right, and if we need help, we can get some of those forces redirected and I haven't even right. talked about the Klingons I want to bring in yet
0: right you're mostly looking i think I think the confusion here is that I think you're trying to get um more cards in play, but not necessarily all of them in one spot, whereas I think correct yeah
4: uh, cards which is, that are already in play, but in multiple different games, I right. want to bring those cards at the same table, yeah, working on a bigger battlefield than just this one thing we're doing right here, right um I all think, in the same timeline
0: i think the scope is is uh is is larger than i think was originally initially thought but yes the idea of going and of having mendek go do mendek's thing a big
4: brain war guy
0: right having mendek go do the, the the mendek thing and having the getting the klingons to you know understand what is going on and let them put themselves into play how they're going to um or inviting them along um is not going to negate the the uh the tachyon net idea right like it is right yeah right especially given your timeline there's no guarantee that mendek can show up there's no guarantee that klingons can show up right um, but if they can you've got backup
4: yeah so. we we try to convince mendek we try to talk to Worf, so he points martok in a useful direction right um because Klingons going off on a non-useful direction usually just makes everything worse for everybody. Right. So. Yeah. Otherwise, I like Silva's plan, but it doesn't account for the Europa going up against a small fleet. Right.
0: So I think what we need to do is get a couple of roles going. Let's let's we know we want to have the uh the Europa work on this tachyon net. So that's gonna be an engineering thing that we can do. Um, we also need to get the rope underway, uh, into a place where they know that you can intercept before you do that. You want to go talk to Mendek, and you want to make sure you send a message out to Worf and or Martok. Um, let's go ahead and start our first scene, uh, with, let's go ahead and start on the station, uh, two, three, four, um, with Ambrose at least. And anybody else that wants to go is welcome to, uh, we're going to be talking with mendek Um, i'm not sure else ambrose would bring but um giving mendek his informations and i lost where mendek is at so mendek is in the room as well so
4: Mm -hmm. Um, um this is some pretty high level stuff right like is there an admiral there as well Probably not this? in
0: well, probably not yeah. in the room. It'd probably be Starfleet Security would be there. Um yeah.
4: is, is this an official meeting or is this Ambro just stopping by? Which would you like it to be? I don't know how I, it Does could Starfleet know about our plan to do this? Because this sounds a little renegade to me. Probably not
0: yet, because that's okay. a scene we're gonna do later.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh well, Ambrose being a captain of a starship, the main starship out in this region of space um and responsible for bringing mendek in. I think he would go through the proper channels to see mendek but it wouldn't be uh you know let's get an admiral involved, let's sure. have this all recorded and whatnot. I think this is more a uh you know just just stopping by right kind of visit
0: um does anyone else do you want anyone else to be there
4: uh, I think Ambrose would initially have the idea to do this alone does anyone want to be in the scene i'm sure i can we can find a way to make that work
0: okay no
4: nope. okay all right so spotlight hogging it is spotlight
0: hogging all right um so be a lot of one-on-one for you and me today jack um so what i'm afraid of <laughs> right so mendek is in his cell um the security officers are in the room. Um, they're not uncomfortable with you being there, but they certainly, you know, the the chief security officer for the section isn't super thrilled with the idea that a captain is coming by. Yeah, it was, you know, pre-planned and you went through all the right channels, but like this is my prisoner. Get out of my room get out of my room. I, I want to I want to interrogate this man, but I think he's also a guest of ours. So uh, Mendek is not actually being held in custody. He's He is and he isn't being held in custody. I should say that um, until his debriefing is complete um, and Starfleet decides what to do with him, he is technically in custody,
4: Um, but not protective custody. Protective custody, jailed custody. Correct. Yeah. So for for all that distinction matters to a Romulan, right?
0: Um, He is in his cell. He is wearing um, what is as closely replicated, just to you know, nice Romulan clothes as the Federation is able to do. Um and uh he's sitting on the chair, uh sitting on the 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 bed kind of watching as you come in. Uh Catherine Ambrose I was wondering if you would come see me.
4: Yes, I uh, I was interested to see how you were doing and I was I would I was happy to take you up on your invitation to talk about Romulan uh the state of Romulan affairs and the intricacies of Romulan politics a social call. I
6: see.
4: Lieutenants are dismissed. They kind of look at each other and
0: they hesitate for a second. And then uh, after f- glancing back and forth, they, they both exit the room door slides shut behind them. Mendek kind of watches them. Um, like a cat watches a, a bird outside a window. Um, and then turns, once the door closes, he, he turns back to look at you and gets that, uh, that calculated Romulan smile.
4: Let us talk. Admiral, I have a gift for you. Pull out the pad. A mutual friend of ours asked me to deliver this.
0: You get a sense pretty quickly of skepticism. Um, and he, without hesitation, A mutual friend
4: a new mutual friend I see before you ask yes we did look at it I'm sure you would expect nothing less I would have expected nothing less I think you will be pleased to see what is in this pad and I hope you can understand the importance of it and how it benefits everyone involved
0: he looks at the four corners of his of his uh, energized cell again protective custody uh, yeah i know there's cameras but yeah well he's looking at the corners like where the emitters would be mm.
5: Mm. difficult to read in here Perhaps. well i'm go
4: ahead As I'm sure you know, this protective custody has been mostly for your benefit, having been recently rescued by a hostile force. I believe any of that, any of the formalities and precautions that need to be taken have been taken care of, and I will be pushing for getting you on your way shortly because I know you have very important things to take care of. Uh, do a, do a quick eye flash down to the tablet and back up to him?
0: Yeah, you get the the sensation of of, uh, of understanding pretty quickly. Uh, Mendex seems to be picking up picking up what you're putting down,
4: um, and being very careful not to say anything too overt or incriminating for myself or him. <laughs> right.
0: I appreciate your confidence in me, Captain. I look forward to an opportunity to repay this, and he gestures around you kindness.
4: I would hope so. If everything goes according to plan, if everything goes well, he would say, for the future of everybody involved, hopefully our next meeting would not be in such confined areas and that we can more enjoyably engage with each other.
0: I look forward to it, Captain. I wish you luck on your next journey, wherever it may take you. Jolan True, Commander Ambrose.
4: Captain Ambrose. Jolan True, Admiral.
5: All right.
4: Seems like a good place to stop.
5: we are back with that. Go
0: ahead and do our captain's log.
4: All right, once again, we see Captain Ambrose in his quarters, lights down a bit dim, legs kicked up on the futuristic space sofa, and he has a glass of something dark. He's looking out the window with a tablet. Captain's Log, Supplemental Subcommander Toshiri, uh, former liaison to the Federation at Narendra Station, is being held by the Tau personal guard of the acting Praetor of the Romulan Star Empire, proconsul Sela, and the former head of the now disgraced, mostly defunct, Tau Shi'ar. We understand that she is a pivotal instrument in Sila's plans. And while we do not know much detail about what that is, we know it can't be anything good. Not for the Romulans, and certainly not for the Federation, or for peace in the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. I have a strange, admittedly not fully understood connection with Toshiri, and an obligation to try and free her before Sila can consolidate her power even further.
5: Not just for her, or
4: even for continued peace, but... Like there is something greater we don't
5: yet understand. Computer erase lessons. We know where they are going. I plan to stop them. End log.
0: All right. Um, for those of you who missed it last session, we did some discussion about what we're going to do. We will recap things here in the session as well. But before we do that, let's go ahead and go to engineering. Uh, who is going to be working on this probe creation, this this uh on net creation project? I assume Tong or and or. Um, the chief engineer whose name I just completely forgot. Kostra. Or you possibly do. Beth. It's up to you which one you want to use.
1: I think Yesbeth is a better candidate. Kostra is more of an engine
4: guy. I like Tong and Yesbeth.
0: Right. Does anybody else want to be involved in the engineering section? Um, we will do a, a science one shortly as well. But Does Kendall have
4: a good character for this? I have
2: two actually.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: I have um, my, um, my ensign who talks a lot and um, my lieutenant who likes to, who is blunt and good at words
0: um we haven't seen much of ensign uh so let's go ahead and do that that'll work Is uh i think uh he's a
4: geologist
0: yeah no that'll work does does that
4: help with tachyon fields
0: it would help with the overcoming the asteroids and other
4: spatial anomalies in the region i was thinking tana actually being an engineer might make more sense but i'm fine either way either way
2: they're both in engineering
4: Oh, are they? Uh, Amathi is listed in science. Oh, science.
2: On our spreadsheet, I can read. I promise.
4: Oh, I have them both either. in science. <laughs> either way is fine for me. Uh,
0: let's move this one to engineering. Um, let's do. Let's go ahead and do uh, Tana first, and then we'll have um, we'll have a help with the other system, the other setup. So, um, does Ev have a character she wants in on the engineering stuff?
3: No, I think my closest would be O'Connor and she's more on the science than engineering side of things. Right.
0: All right. So the three go. of you are working uh Yesabeth Tong and Lieutenant Tana are working on um are working on the probe system. So go ahead and uh have a little bit of role play and then we'll throw out a, a um a role. So you're trying to create the the tachyon network that was suggested by I think Silva, um, or something similar to what was uh, uh, was brought up by Silva. So,
4: okay, uh, it, it, oh, okay, yes, Beth, run run that by me one more time because I think you have a good grasp on this. A, a, a tachyon net is normally something that requires a, a you know a whole fleet of ships to do, and we we gotta we gotta move this down into a like half a dozen probes. So what do you think?
1: Well, quantum miniaturization. If if they are networked with each other, they can interact with each other. Now, admittedly, uh, it means that as they explode, and they might lose power, but hope, hopefully by then we'll have what we need.
4: I mean, after they explode, they don't need too much
1: power. <laughs> yeah, but I meant the the network as a whole.
4: Ah, uh, right. Yeah, and no, that makes sense. I mean, our our plan is to blow them up. After the net has pretty much done its job, right? I think that's I think that's what we're doing. Well,
1: I think it's safe to say the Romulans aren't going to take these things lying down.
4: Yeah, that's that, that, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, miniaturize the emitter, put them in a bunch of probes. We need to attach a bomb to it somehow, and then spread them out. Probably want to probably want to link them together. You know, that uh, in 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 DS Nine. What was, what was the name of that engineer? Um, O'Brien, oh, no, Well, I, I think it was Rom, actually. Uh, but you know, O'Brien usually gets all the credit, anyway. Um, yes, with with the with the self replicating uh, mines that they used, I think the same communications technology could could be adapted to help synchronize all of these buoys. Uh, the, the lieutenant Tana, does that sound right to you? Can we do that?
2: Yes, that could work. That could definitely work. At least from what I remember reading about when the mines when they happened.
4: Right. Right. Not sure if I was supposed to know that. I could get you the specs.
2: Thanks. That raises more questions, but thanks.
0: All right. Let's go ahead and do a roll. Um some sort of engineering thing. I, you guys can uh decide who wants to lead. Um Let me pull out a sheet real quick here so I can see what we want to do this with. Let's do it with um Huh? That's the wrong color. That's the wrong sheet altogether. Um, let's go ahead and do, uh, either control or reason and engineering for the, for the primary role. Um, and then for the secondary role, let's do the other control or reason, uh, and security.
4: Uh, I think it makes sense for Tana to do the support. Uh, do we want Yezabeth or Tong to to take the lead here? I mean, we're all going to be working, but you can only have one supporting assistant.
1: Uh, you know. Security. Uh, I'm
0: not particularly good at security. No, no, engineering. Oh, okay. Um, if, I had, if I said security, it. I didn't mean to. I meant to say either controlled and reason, either control or reason, and engineering.
1: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I can, I can do either. Uh, i will go ahead and start if it doesn't really sure. matter. Um, so uh, Elizabeth will uh, bring up a hologram uh, to, to lay out uh, plans, you know, basic electronic miniaturization. Uh, she'll leave the parts for the others uh, th- to fit their expertise. Um, but uh, she'll lay out the initial plans on... Holographic blueprints.
4: Um, yeah, Tong, Tong's laying out all the uh, the EPS conduits in these little buoys and tying them together so that the probe itself, with all the power flowing through it in that specific configuration, if if uh, if you know contact is made in a in a particular way, the whole thing just turns into a bomb.
0: Right. All right. So with all three of you, I'll say the difficulty is going to be three. Uh, You have advantage with Tong doing all the EPS stuff. Uh, So that means difficulty is going to be two between the two of you. So it should be pretty easy. You do have a bunch of momentum um, from the last session. Uh, So we don't don't need a ton of it, but we have a bunch. Well, I'll go ahead and use one. Um,
1: Don't think I have any focuses that would apply. Um, The um, does this is this an extended task or a normal
0: task? A normal task. Okay. I would do an extended task, but just for the sake of uh, expediency. Sure.
1: I wanna get bonuses on extended tasks. so I had to ask.
6: Right.
5: Uh, so would... Two.
2: Sorry, go ahead.
0: That is two. Uh, does the ship
1: assist on this as well?
0: Uh, yes, go ahead. And someone can roll that. Roll the ship? Yeah.
4: What's uh What's Tana rolling?
2: Tana's uh, rolling uh, control and engineering. I was wondering if one of my focuses would play in because I got to comp- focus on computers and cybernetics.
0: Probably not in this case. So, okay, com- computers, computers might. I could probably go, I can I see computers doing it.
2: All right. So, does focus as, add another dice or?
0: Uh, no. It, anything that you roll under your skill um, will count as two successes, which the thing will automatically configure for you.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you have that. Uh... Focus
4: used.
2: I right. Oh, button. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling two and focus used. Okay.
4: Uh, did somebody already roll for the ship?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I did. Okay, cool.
2: Another two.
0: All right. So the ship got nothing got a uh, and a complication, um, which yeah, uh, I will mark that on my sheet because that comes into play later. Uh, um man. And that's four successes. Difficulty with advantage was two. Um, so you succeed and get two momentum uh, of which you only have one at the moment. You can spend what well, I think you can spend two momentum to overcome a complication. Um, since you don't know what the complication is, you could just kind of like preemptively.
5: Um, well,
0: that's
1: a good point. I think I will do that. Um, yeah, I think that is a use. Um, Wimp. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if you get a competition
4: on your turn, you can keep it. All right. It was your role. Uh,
1: But uh, uh, um, so I will spend two momentum to to do that. Um, Okay. uh, you know what? I'm actually, actually, I don't think that is on the list. Um, if you say I can, I can, but I'm, I don't
0: see it on the. I know, can't get my list. sheet to open, so if it's not on uh,
4: there, it's then. it's remove complication. Yeah, under under momentum on the cheat sheet at least uh, to to momentum to remove a complication.
1: Okay, must be in another book or something. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I'll I'll remove it.
0: Okay, that that way. Okay, so. You have uh while you're working, Yezabeth, you uh you see that um in Tong's uh uh zealous not zealousness, but his his eagerness to get everything set up, he uh, uh
4: hyper focused on bomb making.
0: <laughs> yeah, hyper focused on bomb making. He uh he he slightly uh did some math slightly wrong. Um and you you caught his mistake, uh, which would have caused the uh, the radius of the explosion to be too great and disperse the tachyons over too too great of an area uh if um if they had exploded the way he had them laid out so you you uh you managed to adjust for that um thus not uh th- thus being able to keep a a tighter uh pattern of
4: tachyons uh, not- right right uh, don't don't want to blow up the whole nebula that'd, that'd probably be bad I'd, i got i got a little carried away with the whole exploding thing
1: no problem. Uh, we should just be glad we didn't let uh, Koba in or else we'd really be in trouble. <laughs> All
0: right. Else going you
1: again? see
2: your explosions one? Yeah. Mm, always good to have one of those.
5: All right. You want to think out of that scene?
0: No. All right. Let's move to the science then. Um, on the science side, um the ship will be able to assist again um the idea here is to essentially um set everything up set your sensors and things up so that you guys have some sort of advantage um, once the on explosion happens um it won't blind your sensors as much uh so that's kind of where you're going with sensor with the science here kind of adjusting your sensors to be able to to accommodate the situation you're going to be in so the the harshness of the nebula and the explosion of the tachyons and all that stuff. So um, who do you want? Obviously mill or uh, O'Connor is here as is uh, Amathi. Does anyone else want to join this one? Not sure there's really anybody else that is set up for that, but all right. So two of you can have a, a moment of conversation and then we'll get to your role.
2: Um, hi. So we're working on the um, the uh. The asteroids, right? Right. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm pretty I'm pretty good and decent at astrophysics, but um, point me in a direction. I can go. I can go.
5: Um. needs attack the metal chart Where is the chart um, as you are uh as you're in the room uh,
0: Eva comes online, and I've begun the calculations to for, for the optimal escape vector through the nebula. We will need to okay. calibrate the deflector shields by a variance of point three one seven
3: okay that that should be easy enough
5: um, if we
3: we could we divert power from.
5: You, uh, you you're, hmm? can't hear you. you might At be, all? You might be cutting out. It, yeah.
2: So, where are we diverting power from?
5: It seems to be working now.
2: Apparently, my mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: one of those days, microphone troubles.
3: Oh, Communications no. got it <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. No one needs to talk to you. It's, never, it's fine. Everybody can it.
0: So you're diverting. Go ahead.
3: I I think if we divert power from the replicators during that time, that that should be theoretically they won't be replicating while we're escaping.
2: All right. Hopefully, no one needs a new pair of pants while we're doing this.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a science roll. Let's say the lead t- technician can do, I'll uh, say, control or uh, reason also. Um, and science or con, either of those would work. I don't think anyone's going to choose con. Um, and then obviously the secondary can choose something along those lines as well.
2: So uh, reason and science? Yep, that'll work. And since this involves asteroids, can I use astrophysics?
0: Yes. Cool. You can use astrophysics anyways, because astrophysics is the physics of yes. space.
5: Asteroid yes, That physics. is focus.
3: Yes. <laughs> I will let you take lead on this, since I am not an astrophysicist And I will assist.
0: All right. So, Evelyn, you can use uh, control in science, since... Kendall's using um, reason and science.
2: All right, and can I use a, a momentum?
0: Sure. And the ship also assists if anyone wants to roll the ship.
2: All right. And what is the complication again? Do I put a complication,
0: complication range? range? Yep. Normal complication range. Whatever. You don't have to change that on yours, so.
2: Okay. It is
5: three. Uh, sensors and science for the ship.
0: One, two, three, four, five successes. That is so many successes. Um, you'll get back your momentum. Uh, the difficulty was two, obviously, so that um, is easy enough. Uh, you've maxed out your momentum. You've maxed out your momentum again, um, and you have a couple to spend if you want to spend them on anything in the sheet. There is not a lot you can spend it on at the moment, though. So pretty much just going to go away.
4: Um, we could create an additional advantage with you, two momentum. You could. Mm-hmm. Um, do you wish?
0: To, do you want to do that? Create an additional advantage.
2: It sounds good.
1: All right. Yeah. Maybe pinpoint pinpoint accuracy.
0: Yeah. Yes. So that will be a plus one advantage to your escape route. Um. That will apply to anything that can access EVA systems. So since it's an EVA thing, I'll qualify that because um, the ship is not the only thing that can access EVA systems. All right. Anything else you guys want to get from that scene? Or wrap up up your role play on that one?
2: So. We got it. What else needs to be done? It's kind of bouncing on his toes. I think.
3: I think that's a I I think that should be good. Just need to monitor, make sure that um, everything is where they should be. We um, don't have any dips or, or surges in in power. Ooh, that could be bad.
0: My ability oh, to maintain. Sh- my ability to maintain. A harmon a. a To maintain the shield harmonics of the deflector systems during our time in the nebula will be difficult. Um, Assistance, manual control assistance in the deflector rooms, uh, deflector system room may be required.
2: We can do that. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. We can, we can do that.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to just point a laser on the floor and... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else out of that scene anybody wants? All right. That brings us to the next one on our list, uh, which is contact. Uh, before, you, before you head out, you may want to inform Starfleet what you're doing and talk with anyone else you want to talk with. Um, Ambrose. Informing the Admiralty that you may be doing something or Wharf, or whoever you wanted to talk to.
4: Uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk to Worf. We'll, I'll call uh, Aralani when we're almost there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, just send him. A, just send him a text message. It's fine. He'll get, yes. He'll see it when he gets it. BT Dubs assaulting Romulan, assaulting Silas forces.
0: By the way, turning my phone off. Bye. New <laughs> phone. <laughs> new phone. Who, <laughs> who is? Um, all right. So you reach out to. Worf, uh, Ambassador Worf, are you doing this on the bridge? Or are you going to go in your captain's in the in the ready room or your quarters or where do you want to talk to Worf at?
4: So Worf has already left the yes. station.
0: Yep, he's okay. Um, yeah, he's on his way okay. to Quonos. So yeah, or well, to uh, wherever wherever Martok is.
4: Right. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna do this in the ready room, uh and I will I will offer again. Does anyone else? have any pressing reason to be included in this
5: Mm-mm. okay
4: yeah yeah i will be alone in my ready room with privacy mode engaged
5: All right
4: um a
0: few minutes goes by and uh warf's image comes on the screen Um. you have a secure channel um <coughs> commander ambrose I have a terrible i have a terrible Worf accent Worf voice
4: I don't know why I keep saying commander, but anyway,
0: Captain Ambrose.
4: It's good to see you are doing well. It's your journey back to the Klingon Empire going smoothly for you. It is going well. I
0: have had time to speak with Martok and we have discussed the situation in which we find ourselves.
4: I'm sure that situation involves some sort of recompense for your incarceration he kind of gets a little toothy grin I i'm sure i don't go ahead i'm sure i don't need to impress upon you yeah. ambassador with your experience in starfleet how important it is that a klingon response to this need to be exact and coordinated
0: Agreed. However, at the moment, the most pressing matter is regaining control of Konos. Vengeance. Yes. Vengeance can wait.
4: Which is, that is unfortunately hear. exactly how Warf thinks. <laughs> that is surprisingly comforting to hear. I do, however, have another issue at hand that may be just as important as properly securing Kronos again, and may in fact make that task easier. I'm not sure how much you were informed about the recent activity of the Europa and our, our own interactions with the Romulans, but we have uncovered a plot by proconsul Sila to very much solidify Her control over the Romulan Star Empire, and that involves a a fellow prisoner that was held in a similar facility as yours, who is currently being moved. Uh, We are formulating plans, yes, but just as much we need, with that, we find ourselves in the need to scheme against that.
5: What do you suggest?
4: I'm sure you can understand that Sela fulfilling whatever her plan is would not be in the best interest of anyone. Starfleet, Klingons, even the greater Roman Star Empire.
0: Selah solidifying her power would be a threat to both the Alpha and Beta Quadrant.
4: Yes. To that note, in deference to your Position, Ambassador. I won't go into too much detail, but the Europa will be seeing to that issue, and that may take us within a currently politically tenuous area, proximity to Romulan space. We will be looking into the matter of this prisoner and doing what we can to ensure that. Peace in the alpha and beta quadrant is maintained. To that note, it could be helpful if our friends among the Klingon forces were able to keep an eye on the area and lend support if needed.
0: Provide me what information you can and I will see to what I
4: can do. I will send over a secure data pack with whatever helpful information we can pass along.
0: The Chancellor wishes to extend his gratitude for
4: your
5: continued support of the Empire.
4: As do I. I appreciate that, Admiral, and pass that on to you, Chancellor. Perhaps when this is all over, we can meet in a much more, much better circumstance. However, I'm sure you understand I am simply doing my duty to Starfleet, the Federation, and to Galactic Peace. We don't need another war. Agreed.
5: Warf out. So you're sent
0: over a packet? Yep. Under secure conditions? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Does anybody else have anything they want to do? I need to take a quick break. If we don't, maybe um, well, a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes, but um, but I can wait. If anyone else has any scenes they want to get to, bef- to to uh, to right now,
4: we got to have that Ambrose yesbeth scene, whatever that fits in. I yes, I have that scheduled. Yeah, okay.
0: So well, then we can do that. Have later.
4: Um,
0: actually, this would be a good time for it because the other thing I have is have A section where Ambrose is like in his quarters or walking around the ship and like doing that last walkthrough before a battle situation. That's what I was thinking that could happen. But if you guys want to do it right now, that would also work, and we can put something else in that other spot
4: wherever fits best. I've had plenty of talking, so if anyone has any other scenes, please
0: let's go ahead and do the Elizabeth and Ambrose thing now, and then I'll take my break in a few seconds. And when that scene is over, so okay,
4: okay.
1: So if this is like a uh preparing for the battle scene, uh, I think. I know we talked a little bit about where it would be earlier, but I think maybe it's more appropriate if it's uh, a, on a duty station or unless he calls her uh, specifically to like the observation lounge.
0: Yeah, it could, it could be wherever you guys want to do. You guys are still at the star base at the moment, so you can do however you want to do.
4: Yeah, I, I was hoping this to be something off duty. And I, I want I want Yesbeth to be in a comfortable position where Ambrose is not talking as the captain down to a subordinate. Sure,
1: sure. So
0: uh where do you think that would be Do you think Yazabeth would spend time in the hall lounges or would she be would Yazabeth go to the officer's mess or something like that? Or or eleven, you know,
4: 11 aft
0: that you're working on? Yeah.
4: I I'd, I'd avoid eleven aft, but yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. How quieter.
1: about how about there's an observation lounge uh, in the um, the the front of, uh, in the, the front of the ship, like below the saucer section, sure, uh, where uh, you know uh, it, it's not normally combat uh, capable or combat situated, but it's got uh, um, you know uh, seating area, and I think uh, Yezabeth would uh, head there. Uh, just to be alone, uh, maybe uh, having worked with people for a bit. I think she it feels like being alone with her thoughts, all five of them.
4: Yep. So. Uh, yeah, and Ambrose is doing that sort of tour of the ship before what he assumes is going to be a whole big thing that Really, really could put the ship in danger. And he knows that. So I think this is the beginning of him going through the halls, going department to department, just looking around at the ship, taking it in. Um, Not overtly reassuring uh, crew members, but just stopping by. Seeing how things are doing Uh, a, a little a little slice of the captain's life outside of. The bridge in his ready room in his quarters um, and that will and obviously that takes a while so we can jump back to that later if it if it comes up sure. um but he'll make his way down to that area, that small observation window uh,
1: so about is like sitting uh, sitting on in the seats like biting her nails, I think uh. And then she notices the captain entered and she'll immediately uh, shoot up, stand at attention.
4: At ease, Ensign. Uh, chill. I don't wish to disturb you.
1: Uh, no, uh, you didn't disturb me at all. You, uh, this is your
5: ship. Uh, if anything, I'm disturbing you if you think about it. It's all of our ships, it's the cruise ship. I'm just at the helm,
4: well, not the helm, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. One of the one of the best views in the house here. Not many appreciate it.
5: Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's a it's a nice quiet place on the ship, away from the engines. Uh, nice view. Do you come here a lot? Not as much anymore. Used to. When we first got the ship. Back when I was still first officer. Had a little bit more time with my thoughts. Yeah, I... I know what you mean. When you become captain, it...
1: uh... You don't have much time for that kind of thing anymore. I know uh, Jorah
5: missed being able to take time for himself. Do you mind if I join you? No, no. Pull up a... She'll just point to, the, like, the,
4: the seat that's, like, built into the hole, you know? Mm-hmm. Ambrose will go over and rake her maneuver into the chair.
5: I've been meaning to talk to you, Ensign. Yes, Beth. Sort of along that line. I can understand how things might have gotten a little complex for you since Jared's incident. Since your procedure. Since age. Com- complex is a good word for it.
4: And I've noticed that there have been
5: some Compatibility, concerns, some rising tensions amongst some of the crew, some of the senior staff, myself, and I want to apologize if any of that came off as short with you. No, I... Look, I get it. You, you know, you're the captain. You need to, uh, you,
1: are the captain. You need to make sure that ever that that there's no confusion about that.
5: And I get it. I really do. I, I, you know, I think that the symbiosis commission would say I have no business being here for that very reason.
4: I think I'm starting to understand the concerns
5: they came to me with. But I don't regret fighting for you to stay long. I hope you know you've always had my support. You're an excellent engineer, science officer, overall officer. Thanks. I'm sure you recall, in some degree, with Jured's memories, experiences, that we were very much still coming to terms with whatever relationship we shared beyond Captain and And that was cut abruptly short, and transferred to you, a completely different social dynamic. I'm sure that couldn't have been easy for you, and I will admit to difficulties on my end as well. As you said, a starship can only have one captain. And sometimes I'm not sure if I'm addressing Yesbeth, or Hage, or Jorad. Well, I I guess the easy answer to that is you're addressing Elizabeth Page. Never served with the Trill before, not to join Trill, for any length of time or depth. Yeah, it's 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 it's. You know uh, this is my fourth lifetime uh or Paige's fourth lifetime and it never it, it's it's never easy, you know I don't I think that's the point but it's been good to hear you know i sometimes i I think about going home and being a completely different person there. And I don't know, it's I I think I'd be uh, rudderless, I'd be a boat stuck on the middle of the ocean, not knowing where to go. At least here, you know, I built the boat, <laughs> kinda. No, yeah, I know how it works. You remember how someone else built the boat. How someone else knows how it works. Yeah. But you know, that's part of me. I suppose for a trill that distinction. No, it doesn't hold the same weight. It it, it kinda does. Kinda doesn't. I know I'm not sure at. I... But I, I'm I I don't I don't have Jared's emotions. I don't think about things the same way he does. But I remember what he went through, and I remember the lessons he took. And I I've been trying to take those lessons too. And and it's tricky. Jorad was a very experienced officer. He had a lot to teach. He's a good man, good officer.
4: But, briefly knowing the Yezbeth before Hage, I can say sometimes you do sound an awful lot like Jorad.
5: Yeah. Um, Sorry. As I said, I can appreciate the complexity of your situation. I was still very much getting to know Jorad as Jorad. As Jorad Hage. And then Jorad was separated from Hage in some way. And Yezbeth was added to all that. I, I hope you know I've always supported you. Yes, Beth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, when I first came on the ship, you were the 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 rock. You know, like I I remember you from two perspectives: uh, being uh, your
1: captain and being your
5: ensign. In both of them, you were the solid ground that someone could stand on.
4: I'm not sure Jorad had ever or would have ever put it exactly that
5: way. I mean, I would know. But you can see where that may be a dilemma for myself. For how you comport yourself. You're not the captain anymore. You are still an ensign. Yeah. Sometimes you forget that sometimes i forget my sometimes i forget uh uh, meals i'm sorry
4: being a good officer even more than that progressing through the ranks in starfleet is more than being good at your job it's more than showing
5: up on time performing admirably even performing above and beyond. Advancing in Starfleet, being a good officer, means that you have the implicit trust of those you work with. Um, What do you... I'm, I'm sure you know this. And I am being timid with my bluntness.
4: Since you're joining, as I said, I've not been certain whether I'm talking to Yezbeth Hage, or Jorad, and that means intense, quick, difficult situations that you no longer have that implicit trust, no matter how exemplary of an officer you are. Because what I need from Ensign Yezbeth is very different from what I or the ship needed from Captain Hage.
5: I need to know that I can count on you in the position you now hold. And if I can, that position very well will rise. Wow. I'm, I, all I can say is you can, you, you can count on me to do, uh, to do my, to, you can count on me as you would any Starfleet officer. I don't wish to pry and I'm not asking as your commanding officer. Have you been speaking to anyone? About your joining? About your
4: new complexity? Another trill? Someone off ship? A counselor? Anyone? You mean besides myself? (laughs) Yes, Uh, very specifically
5: besides yourself. No, I haven't. The Symbiosis Commission, I know what they would tell me to do, and my dad, well, we don't get along.
4: I think you should. Whether you're comfortable speaking with our new XO, I hear she is a consummate counselor. And if not, if she can fit it into her schedule, I may be able to get you in contact with Lieutenant Dax on DS9. There will, of course, be communication lag. But from what I understand, she may know a bit of what you're going through, and I think that could help.
5: Dax symbiote is legendary. I can't promise anything. She's a busy woman. Now, especially. But I've talked with her. I think it would do you good. Either way. Well, what can I do to prove to you that I'm upward? And I'm willing to be the be the Elizabeth you're expecting. I know this was difficult from you for you before the joining, but try not to get too in your head about things. Learn, appreciate, grow from the
4: experiences that you now have. Try not to let them take you over. Yezbeth is a great person. So were, I'm sure, the what four other personalities that you've had. But their time is over. At least behind the reins.
5: This is Yezbeth's time. Remember that. Right.
4: I'm not sure if any of this is helpful. I don't have your experiences. No, As I said you should not be speaking to another joint drill.
1: No, I get it. I get it. I, I think you're right. I think maybe I, sometimes I try to
5: uh, minimize myself. And I don't know, maybe sometimes I do that in my own mind. You're a good officer, yes, Beth. Please confidence there. Ambrose is going to stand up. I appreciate the talk. Uh, she'll stand up and she'll say, uh, yeah, uh, do you want the room? No, I'll be continuing my walk.
4: Sit, enjoy yourself. You work hard.
5: Right. Yeah, the the Tachyon project is going well, by the way. Uh, Good. You know, I'm sure you've seen my report. Yes. We have a big mission coming up. I'm going to be relying on you. You can count on me, Elizabeth yes, Page. Very good, Ensign. As you were. And Brooks will away. turn and walk away. Cool.
0: Good scene. Let's go ahead and come back into it with uh, a quick. Conference room scene where we get to explain really quickly to anyone who wants to see it um, what is going on with our mission. Um, I will do a quick narration, then you guys can add in anything you want. So um, Europa is on its way to uh, it, has set, it has set course and is now on its way to the the space uh, known as the corridor. Um, Again, this corridor is a region of space, uh, much like the Badlands. Romulan commanders usually usually travel through this region um, when on missions to drill their crews and calibrate their systems under intense conditions. Um, There's a lot of asteroids and these massive plasma systems that are uh, almost plasma rivers. um, And the corridor is something of of a turbulent oasis in the middle of these. These extremely dangerous plasma storms. Um, there is also a nebula in the region. It's a classified nebula, which means it is uh, it conflicts with most modern sensors on Klingon chips, Federation ships, Romulan ships, everybody's ships. Also, this the it inhibits cloaking devices. Um, once you're inside of it, which is okay because you have no sensors to work with. Um, the plan was to deploy your uh your buoys emit your tachyons drive them to where you need them to be jump them and do the things um i don't know if anybody wants to have any additional moments of prep time setting up what people you want to be in the shuttlecraft what people you want to be on board the ship anything you guys want to add in there that you want to do um you do have your escape plan already figured out um or at least the initial primary escape plan which you now have vantage on because of a role you got earlier um but if you guys have anything you want to add to this scene now is the time to have discussions about plan like who's going where and that kind of stuff so um in the ready room
5: with pretty much everybody not the ready room but the conference room All Right. that's our plan
0: so who's so uh, is there any is there anything else we need to sort out Just who's going where. I think we didn't establish that. I don't know if you guys want to do that on camera or not.
1: Hmm. I don't see the need of doing it on camera. We've sorted it out out of camera. Uh, Okay.
3: Okay. I guess maybe just for letting the audience know who's there.
4: I can riff either way. Yeah.
0: We'll go ahead and do a little bit, and then that'll give me a second to get the next scene set up.
4: Okay. Um, Conference room. Then. While we... Riff for for jeff here
5: mm-hmm.
4: all right that's the plan i believe we are more or less prepped for it engineering science teams these buoys ready to go yes sir yep. also awesome. very good okay we will get there shortly before Seela's forces are able to do so. We don't have too much time because they have a little bit of a head start. We fortunately have a bit more tactical leeway in our approach. We're going to need to scramble as many shuttles as we can. We might need to rely on the Peregrine fighters uh, to aid in the dispersal of these buoys, but we need to get them out there. We need to get them Properly aligned, and we need to get everybody back aboard the Europa and positioned in the nebula quickly. I believe our uh, our wind team will be able to coordinate that with a number of other Danube pilots. I will be going on this away mission. Uh, Commander Brooks, you are comfortable. Taking command while I'm away. Yes, Captain. Very good. If all goes well, you should have very little to do. However, things are not always that simple.
2: Hope for the best, pray for the worst, mean prepare for the worst.
4: We may need to put the Europa through its paces, one way or another. At best, we won't need any of this. But more realistically, at best, we may be. Ne- we may need to play a little cat and mouse with a superior Romulan force. The the Europa should be well-equipped to do so. Do you have any experience with that level of tactics?
2: No, I do not.
4: Then I suggest you rely on our security team. I would like to request, Lieutenant Mills, that you join me on the away mission. That would put Lieutenant Koba on tactical.
5: Yes,
3: sir. Are
4: you both in agreement? You got it. We will need somebody in the in a shuttle. To shuttle us towards the Romulan ships, beam us over, beam us back, get us back to the Europa and get everyone out of here, hopefully, discreetly, or at least quickly. Obviously, I believe Tong should be our transport engineer, utilizing the transporters on the shuttle. Lieutenant Silva, would you like to take the helm of the shuttle, or would you be more confident in your ability to maneuver the Europa as a whole?
1: Things are going to get pretty hairy on the Europa. I think, um,
5: I think that I think that's where I'm better positioned. Very well.
4: Uh, to remind me, we don't have any other actual pilots between Silva or GISA, right? Nobody else plays a pilot.
3: Not most one.
4: We
1: can always put. I mean, we can always put a non-optimal person. Lackey, yeah. lackey, lackey will happily take an important position.
4: If we can get the buoys in place and our pilots back to the Europa in time, Jesu would make the best choice for the pilot of that shuttle. If not, ensign Lackey, we may be calling upon you and your services.
1: He
4: gives a low-key, yes. Timing will be important, and we'll have to trust in our teams and our preparation. As for the away mission itself, uh, as I said, myself, Lieutenant Mills, and Yesbeth, I would like you to accompany us as well. We'll require your technical expertise, I'm sure. And Lieutenant Tana, I'm sure having a skilled communications officer and your experience in if I'm reading this correctly, uh, and some of the experiences that you've shown in your previous stations, I would like you to accompany us as well. We could Use your aid.
2: (laughs) Okay. You know, Bajoran resistance isn't a dirty word, right?
4: Some are more hesitant to speak of it, especially those who continue on with Starfleet. But I appreciate that we can speak candidly. Your expertise will come in handy, and I appreciate it. We. Could also use that eye of yours, I'm sure.
2: Anyway, I can help, Captain.
4: Any more questions? I know there's a lot of moving pieces. Very good. Everybody take some time. Go over your work and take a little bit more time for yourself. We'll be mustering at duty stations at 0930. It's going to be a big day.
5: Dismissed. All right. Um,
3: I don't know that we actually need to make a scene of it, unless our med people would like to. But Dasavi would be, um, prepping med bay for potentially incoming injuries, et cetera. Well,
4: is there a scene with a? Uh... With Dasavi and Daphine there we haven't seen either of them in a while. Yeah, just a suggestion. If either of you <clears throat> with them,
0: um, yeah, that would be good. If you guys have anything you want to do with that, well, could we
1: add somebody from the away team in the scene? That way, we can like talk to them about what to do if like they come across the, the prisoners wounded or anything like that.
0: Yeah,
5: um, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Since she is the closest
0: thing to a medic you guys going to have on this uh, this away mission. <laughs> oh,
3: that's perfect. I was racking my brain trying to remember who we had. I think Nick
5: had made
0: one. Uh, the last combat, quote, combat medic we had was uh, Jack's Vulcan, who I can't remember the name of anymore not jack uh well,
3: john
5: john's vulcan john. yeah yeah yeah
3: i thought we had had one at some point in there that was going to take spot. i
4: that. miss mar yeah mar mar was a pal
0: <laughs> so you're you head into uh uh lieutenant tana goes into the sick bay um just as a, the last you know the the closest thing to a science officer they have going on this mission um picking up a couple extra supplies for uh medical stuff and any last minute you know this is probably one of her first not probably, but maybe not one definitely not the kind of uh away mission you are normally sent on um yeah, that's a pretty intense away mission for anybody right um when you arrive down there the doctor and the the chief uh charge nurse are uh which is obviously Dafine and Dasavi, um, are getting everything set up down there there's a lot of commotion going on people are moving around um they're setting up triage beds and um there's a section oh. where the morgue is being set up uh you know prepared um you guys can go ahead and do what you want to do it's a frenetic energy
5: going on in the in the sick bay I don't think Daphne is particularly uh, frenetic. I think she is
1: uh, very calm as she is uh, preparing toe tags uh, you know for people she uh, d- uh, you know uh, the,
4: this person's certainly not making this. I'm just going to write this up right now. <laughs>
5: uh, Sorry. Uh,
1: Daphne De, uh, Def, will uh, greet uh, Tana uh, uh, unless uh, Dasavi jumps into it, uh, she'll she'll look at she'll look Tana up and down. Uh, and uh, uh, Lieutenant, you're a bit early for f- to be a battle casualty.
2: I don't know. I just feel like I needed to check in early. You
1: know, <laughs> saves us time.
2: Hmm. Might as well put my name at the top of the list.
1: No. Are you here for the med? Are you here for the med kits?
5: that I am. Oh, right this way. I, I think the doctor w- would like to have a word with you.
2: All right. I've had some, a little bit of experience of battlefield medicine, but it's nothing on this par.
5: Well, the the, the hydrospanner does most of the work. Not hydrospanner. Hyperspray. Hypospray.
3: Was... Yeah. I mean, the hydrospanner could, too, I suppose. <laughs>
5: Depending on how you hit, how hard you hit him with it. Right. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant. Yes. He'll open one of the emergency cases.
3: How familiar are you with, with the equipment?
2: Had a beginner's course. You know, basic first day that they show us in the academy. Right.
3: Well. I won't have to get the label maker out then.
2: Fantastic. It's a good thing I... Fantastic, that means I don't have to read.
3: As Lieutenant here said, the medical tricorder and hyposphrase will do most of the work for you. Your job that you need to use it is stabilization. Get them stabilized, get them back to the shuttle, get them back here.
2: Take it from there. Roger, Roger, Doc.
1: I hope you're not too nervous. This kind of away mission seems um, rather dangerous. Sorry if I'm making you more nervous. I'm...
2: Not that nervous. Mm.
1: Well, oh, good. Uh, uh, nerves of steel, I suppose.
2: Yeah, awesome. kind of used to battlefield mentality and risk. Uh,
5: you,
1: uh, you mostly dealt with uh, guerrilla tactics uh, in the Bajoran Resistance, am I right?
2: Yes, yes, I did. Uh, this is certainly different, but. The dangers. Danger's always danger.
1: I suppose that much is true. Well, um... Just make sure you uh, keep your head on. Uh, The last thing you need is uh, other people to have to play nursemaid
5: to you.
2: Well, I will certainly try to dodge. Make sure you keep one of those fancy tags for me.
1: I've got one with your name on
2: it. Fantastic.
0: All right. Take the kits. Take the kits and head back down to your assigned shuttle. Um Define and DeSav you guys wanted to add anything else to between the two of you. Can
1: we, can I, maybe we don't need to roll, but can we have that kit count as advantage uh, if a medicine check needs to be made for first aid? Later? Sure.
0: Cool. Um, so I know we don't want to do the actual reprimand of GISA at the moment, but we want to have that conversation between uh, Ambrose and Brooks before you get to the scene to kill a bit more time uh, for the transport the actual driving too, um, really. So you guys are arriving in system, um, and G and company are setting out to deploy the buoys. Um, which we can do a quick roll, but if it's the, largely the, the fighters that are doing it, there's not a lot of role play to be had for the de- deploying of the buoys. It's just a role. Um, but I like the idea of, at least in my mind, cinematically on camera, you'd see her out there doing that while, uh, um, while Ambrose and Brooks are deciding her fate
4: uh, uh, I will leave that to Kendall because I know you said you. yeah it's up to you if not you want to do it with your fog brain so we can hold off on that if because this this could be a whole conversation I'm happy either way
2: if we do have this conversation I may need to ask out of character questions in reference to what has been talked about before Yeah. That's because fine. low processing right now
4: yeah that's fine I mean, this is I, just... I imagined this would be a scene that uh, that that you would mostly dictate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And if you have any state. questions, feel free to, you know, go ahead and ask. But this is basically just you... This would be you taking to the captain whatever your recommendation would be to... As far as the punishment for Gisa, mm-hmm. which we talked about in the other chat. Um, but I don't want to put you out. Yeah. If you're not feeling up to it, that's fine, too. I know what being... I know what head clog feels like. Mine's fortunately starting to to dip away now that I've taken the Zyrtec. It does make sense we yeah. wait until after the battle for this kind of thing. It could.
2: Yeah, I would appreciate it if we could do this next session. All right, let's okay. hold off. Thank you. Um,
4: so with that, uh, Am- Ambrose will be in his ready room, and you can look over the shoulder, and we see he's holding a pad that just is 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 titled uh, "Commander Brooks's Recommendations for GISA Incidents." Just
1: you know what I would love to hear? Does Aunt Arani can't
0: confide in anybody? Is he nervous about this? That could be a good thing to do. Um, three, I don't know. We talked about that in in, in between sessions about whether or not Ambrose was had anyone he could confide it or was going to try to find anyone he could. Yeah. It, but it's up to you.
4: Yeah, that has been my personal. Uh, uh, greatest, greatest thing I've missed from having John around. Uh, because man, Mar was a buddy to, to Ambrose and he really hasn't found anyone, uh, besides maybe to Savi, but a lot of that is still very professional, uh, confidence. What
1: about a, what about a holodeck program?
0: We can also go to the next step, which is I've got it where Ambrose is finishing his walk around the ship. Um, yeah
4: i don't i don't have anything prepared in that line yeah and we have a lot to do anyway so so
0: let's go ahead and have uh the shuttles the the uh the the fighters go out and begin deploying the buoys um this is a pretty easy role play session to have to we we, there's not much to do here but i do want to do a quick roll um and it would be a con maybe con what would be the role here um i'm thinking control and con for precision flying to to get the buoys exactly where you want them Makes
1: sense to me. Probably
0: system, talking man. Gisa. Talking Gisa. yep. Okay. This, um, this has, essentially there are complications to be had here if you get them in the wrong spots,
4: so. Cool. You said control con? Control con. Okay. Uh, Fightercraft probably won't work because she's not actively fighting, but can I make an argument, loose as it may be, i'm aware for electronic warfare because she is properly deploying mechanisms that will mess up you know their electronics a very electronic warfare it's just not really her action ability at this particular moment so i could go either way
0: yeah that makes sense to me
4: okay i will use that focus uh control con we're full up on uh on momentum right yes cool uh i'm gonna use one I don't think I need to use it. What's the um... difficulty is three. Difficulty. <clears throat> okay. Okay. The complication
0: okay. range due to the situation you are in is going to be two. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Three. We three.
4: Okay. 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that is, uh, that is because you're flying in. You are, you guys are in the corridor and you're flying through, like weaving in and out of all the, uh, the asteroids and things like that. So.
4: Okay.
0: Uh,
2: Would the shuttlecraft be able to help her?
0: The fighters, um, they can. I don't think the fighters have anything they can. I don't think the fighters have any stats that they can assist with, though.
1: They do. Weapons plus engineering?
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where we got that fighter yeah. shuttle. I, I, I put them all in. I
1: guess.
0: Uh, Did you add the fighter to the to the game? To the... Yep. Oh, nice. I didn't... They're in
4: there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're there. Um, I know this is specifically a combat talent, but I do have precise evasion. Would that help in like she is trained to bob and weave in space?
0: Not for this. Like, if you had something that was more like, like a bombing run situation, maybe like that. But you're that sounds like it's more like if you're trying to avoid being hit.
4: I you know? was just thinking like just slaloming, swa- slaloming asteroids. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, because because you're cool. doing with precision. Basically, like you're setting up these these things, you don't have as much maneuverability to do that. So, yeah.
4: uh This sounds like an an important task. Is anyone opposed to me taking another two momentum? Not at all. All right, I'm rolling four dice. We're doing this. All right.
0: So you con. Hey. You've used three momentum total, right? Yes.
4: Awesome. Two hits and a complication. All right. So we don't get the three successes. All right, um,
0: so succeeded yeah, this has exceeded a cost that's built in there. Okay. Um,
4: yeah, what's that cost? Do we know? Is that later.
0: Uh, so the cost is actually going to be damage to the shuttlecraft, um, which is not a huge deal. But as you're flying through the couple of the, uh, uh, it's you and your fighter wing going through and mm-hmm. doing this, um, and you're you're going and flying through and setting up the 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 buoys. Um, and one of your pilots, uh, is going to adjust the, the third buoy in the net. Um, and as he's flying through, getting ready to, to, uh, to maneuver one of the, that one buoy that's slightly out of place, um, he's not paying super close attention and one of the asteroids comes in and slams into the, the, the wing of his, uh, of his shuttle of his fighter um damn it
4: hot Joe. watch your periphery
0: he uh he yells loudly and a bunch of sparks fly up in his in his uh um in his console uh on the shuttle and you hear him scream he's not you know, like he's you're still getting like life signs and the ship is still intact but he is unconscious so you will have to figure out how to get him back into the ship um the other and i will add a complication to the scene for the complication um that complication comes into effect uh during the battle
4: uh do uh do these things have tractor beams?
0: Mm, I don't think they do
4: cool uh Gisa has a focus in warp fields, so she's gonna fly over and expand the warp field around uh his fighter and use that to push that pocket of space with him in the direction they need to go,
0: okay, that's gonna be an engineering role um the difficulty is two um, they have phaser banks they have micro torpedoes, and that is what they have they
4: mm-hmm. do not have um yeah, I don't think I can tow somebody with micro torpedoes not n- not safely not safely <laughs> be rough um uh, that's plan b
0: yes, so, All right, so you you zoom over and you get in within range um your ship is showing like you're you're seeing on your uh, on your console um that his life signs are present but there's definitely some so here's some serious injuries um and the shuttle is losing uh, pressurization so you've got one role if you fail it the pilot will die so your career role is going to be either daring or
5: control and engineering yeah i'm gonna go daring
4: engineering Okay, wing the lot of you back to the Europa. We are cutting close on time and we need as few sensor targets out here as possible. All right, hot job. Roger. Mess you put me in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you some threat because I don't want to take all of our momentum. Okay. How many? How many? Uh, just one, just roll three dice, Right. Um, normal complication range. Uh, the normal, everything you're doing right now, the complication range is going to be plus two. So, okay. So 18, 19, 20 complication range three. Yep. Okay. Uh, focuses in warp fields. Yep. Okay.
1: Assist with the shuttles or the fighters engines plus engineering. Sounds good to me. Or,
0: oh, <laughs>
4: Come on, Brian. What are you doing to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's another complication. I like it.
4: Oh, oh, man. Another this guy's dead. Fuck. Uh, I've been meaning to add a value to Gisa, but she has not had enough screen time. Um, She's got two. Yeah. I, I, I've been wanting to give her a value, something along the lines of. I won't let any more people die under my command. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to say. That was a big thing with why she was so insistent on Kendall, Ensign Kendall, Yeah, uh, standing down.
0: I'm going to say no to right now because I think that can play into some stuff I want to do in the future.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Failure is pretty interesting here. Yeah. Failure yeah. would be pretty interesting. It would be pretty interesting. I'm all for the failure. Okay. Let's just roll three dice, daring engineering. Go.
0: Two, Two hits. successes. All right. Well, um, it takes you a few seconds to try to get the ship, uh, to, to stabilize the warp field, uh, the, the shield field and all that stuff that you're trying to do. Um, it's taking longer than you wanted it to. Like, uh, the, the complication is the amount of time it's taking to, to do this. Um, you do manage to get the shuttle back in. Um, and as you're, as you're watching, you can see, uh, the vitals on your screen are, are phasing lower and lower. Um, as you're getting into the shuttle bay. Um, you Europa, we're gonna
4: need a med team in shuttle bay.
0: Okay. Um, you managed to get into the shuttle, into into the, the hangar bay. Um, and I'm gonna say De Savi and Define are there because it makes sense for them to be there. Okay. Um as you are uh, as you're getting out of your shuttle, out of your fighter, uh the emergency crew the uh, the emergency docking crew is breaking apart the shuttlecraft to extricate
4: the the guy um and yeah jeez going to just straight hop out of her shuttle she's not waiting for a ladder or anything right. anytime i think jeez i think bsg so of course there's a ladder right. um no she's not waiting for anything she's jumping out of there she's running over and if they're still trying to jaws of life this thing open she's just going to as jeez apparently does pull out her phaser and just start cutting
0: okay um after a few seconds, you manage to the, the, between the two of the, between what you're doing what they're doing, you guys manage to to get the the cockpit uh hatch all the way open um and one of the guys reaches in and pulls the uh, the the poor pilot out um Desavi and Define are there and and step in um go ahead and give me a medical role. this is a, a diagnostic role um it is not a treatment role That's wrong window. assume this guy was just dead on arrival. <laughs> He's, he's in the process of being dead.
4: Yep. <laughs> um, Come on, Hotjaw. Don't do this to me.
2: Who's making this roll? I got it. Uh,
0: this is Daphine and DeSavi. Difficulty is going to be two. It's a simple diagnostic roll. Um, and it's control in medicine. Or possibly insight in medicine. Uh, Daphine will
1: assist. Um, you get to reroll a dice
0: because the team is assisting. Yeah. That's zero. Between the two of you, you got one. Um, now we have two. Two. Wait, did you roll twice?
3: Oh, because oh, yeah. you can because
0: re- you can reroll one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So what you're seeing is that uh, his heart rate, his heart has stopped. He is not breathing. Um, he has. Some some significant internal bleeding, and um, he also has you know oxygen deprivation and some not explosive decompression, but some decompression issues. Um, you'll get one roll. You did not get enough on your diagnostic to gain any advantage. So the difficulty is four. Um, this is basically doing your immediate CPR and all that stuff right here in this in the bay. You get one attempt. Um, no comp, no additional complication range. Just difficulty of four.
4: That higher difficulty is because Jisa is being, you know, the terrible person getting in the way of the doctors as they're trying to do their thing. With her one medicine, she's jumping in like, how can I help? Starts doing compressions. (laughs) Yep, yep. Broken ribcage, just like, I got this. His
1: his heart's crashing. Uh, uh, His heart's crashing. We're at uh, 6.4 beats per second.
3: look or just this hobby. i don't I'm, I'm gonna play brian's characters today apparently this hobby looks at chisa lieutenant please occupy yourself i appreciate your enthusiasm we've got this
6: fine just, just, just fix them
3: yes sir
5: <clears throat> she's in the background
4: pacing around
5: uh
1: Diffin uh, oh. gives Gisa, Gisa just a sympathetic glance for just a moment, but she's too busy on her work to provide any comfort.
5: Um,
4: in fact, she's going to go over and start yelling at the rest of the squad. <laughs> uh, Way more than what's appropriate.
3: Uh, I feel like bold medicine would apply here. If I could find it in the blasted book, tell me what the hell it does.
5: Bold medicine, the, the talent? talent? um i think
0: bold gets you an extra momentum on certain situations i can't remember what it is because there's a bunch of different bolds
1: if you spend a threat if if you spend a threat you get to you get to reroll die oh okay Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: yeah
4: i haven't used that in forever it's a good one Mm -hmm. the good old days when ambrose used to get into combat
5: <laughs> well, you, you you'll have your chance yeah. you It's gone. <laughs> Good high.
3: We are at
5: You've got two successes.
0: If you want to use bold, you'll give me a threat. Yep. Do That's
3: it. fine. I just I can <laughs> I hate roll twenty with the passion buttons. Be a bloody thing. I don't know where our where did our I don't know. All I have is a giant map.
5: Oh, do you need the
0: the main screen for how, what? Do you, what do you need to know? You've got three momentum.
3: Thank you. That's that's what I'm after. Yes. I,
0: they don't they don't go between screens. I'm on the other screen. So,
5: <laughs> so how many of those do you want to spend? I think you I think you're cutting out there, Ev. I can't hear you. Okay, we can hear you. Say something. Okay, I
3: have no idea what's going on. There should be nothing interfering with anything. It's like-
1: probably a Discord problem. Well, I, when you touch your headset, it fixes. So I think it's probably
5: a contact thing in your headset. Okay.
3: The only thing I could think is if that mic was loose.
0: Oh, that could be. Yeah it right. does it sounds crisper now too so
3: oh well no mic was probably yeah. wasn't in all, it. all right let's okay so i was sorry i was trying to find shit we have two now what's our target
0: total is four, four.
3: total is four okay
1: uh, and uh again you get to reroll uh because i'm assisting
6: you.
3: okay my emergency medicine still applies Yeah, yeah. Um, I presume because I'm using the Fiend's reroll that I, that using bold would not be
0: Ah, like- uh, you could use it still if you want to. Um, they can stack. It's just a matter of whether or not you need to do that. It would essentially allow you to reroll two dice. I don't think you'd be able to I'm not sure. Stacked actions, I'm not sure you could use the Fiend's reroll and then if you still needed it to reroll again, roll again um
3: okay all right we will not do that
0: uh have to think about how the stack works quote unquote for those magic players out there in the stack mm-hmm. uh the stack
3: <laughs> uh let's go ahead and use one of those momentum all right
5: good old man up there. We did
3: not need to use one of those momentum. okay well
0: that's six all right six so that you need, you need four you get two Momentum back, which is more than you spent. Damn it, he lived. Um
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you uh, so disappointed?
3: <laughs> Jesus just runs over and phasers him to death. <laughs>
4: Read the script, you're supposed to die hot jobs.
0: <laughs> um
4: I need another trauma
0: He uh, <laughs> after applying the cortical steroid, st- steroids, the cortical stimulants and all that stuff. Um the uh you, you managed to get him back just a, a bit. He's, he's, he's breathing on his own and you've essentially got Rosk. Um, for those of you who know what that is, um, uh, but, uh, you've got him back and, uh, you then, uh, commit and commit an emergency transport to sick bay to get him into stasis or into, uh, emergency care, long-term care.
1: Um, I'd like to have, uh, uh, Duffine, uh, it, um. Uh, after he's stable i'd like to have her step take a moment to step away and talk to Gisa uh real quick
6: okay
1: um uh so uh she'll walk over and she'll say uh well uh we were able to stabilize him he's going to he's going to be on he we're he's going to need long-term care at least for for a bit so but
5: he'll be okay Okay. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Thank you. You've, you seem a bit rattled. Are you okay?
4: I'm fine. At least I would be fine if anyone else on their ship could do their damn job. Besides depend- you and your team,
5: uh, of course. Depend- you just, you just depend- did a great job. Hmm.
4: Are you seriously trying to blow up the ship? Secure that warhead. God damn it. That's the I people I'm dealing with. She'll
1: reach out and she'll touch Jesus' arm and she'll say, you, you need to keep a cool head. Getting, getting I know. overactive is not I know. going to help anyone.
4: Okay.
5: I know. I know. I'm cool. I'm cool.
1: After this, after this mission, how about we take a vacation?
4: The two of us we will take leave. Yeah, sure. well uh' we'll, we'll just hope Ryza doesn't get caught in the crosshairs between the Ro with but now it's the Federation.
1: Well, assuming rice is still there, we'll we'll enjoy some we'll enjoy ourselves on the beach
6: <sighs> Okay,
4: all right. I gave some time away from these idiots anyway.
1: She'll, uh, she'll give her a kiss. Like, yeah, she knows that, uh, Jisa, it, 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 it's totally not her vibe to be this unprofessional in the middle of a, uh, a, a, a shuttle, uh, or in, in the shuttle bay, but she knows Gisa needs, uh, some affection right now.
4: Uh. Jisa does that, does that thing, does that face, uh, where she doesn't even realize that happened for like a good 10 seconds afterwards.
5: Good luck out there.
4: Yeah. Thanks. Well, with any luck, we won't need to go out there, which is good, since none of these other people can fly! Good luck to you.
5: Hopefully we won't need the med all that much.
6: Okay.
5: She'll nod, and with that, she'll head off. All right.
0: <clears throat> Some time passes. Um, everyone's back. You know the the, the gentleman has been transported. Hot jaw, the man with the cleft chin, has been uh, transported boy. back to uh, the tra- the sick bay and is being t- seen to in the intensive care unit. Um, there's a tension that's rolling over the ship as the inevitable is becoming more uh, inevitable, I guess. Uh, the clock is ticking down to when you, they, everyone knows that things are going to happen. Ambrose is making his last little bit of, the, uh, of his rounds around the ship. Um, checking out the last places that he missed when he stopped and, and talked to, uh, to Yesabeth earlier um anybody that you want to talk to anyone that you want to run into anyone that wants to run into ambrose this is a good time to do that um we got just a couple of minutes for that um also anybody that wants to do anything that's the that tension um tong maybe um redoing a sensor array or uh, a transporter array or whatever anything that you guys want to do that's a single scene a scene, one or one or two scenes at the most um, about the the tension that is building now before we get to um, the Romulan arrival. Anybody have anything they want to do?
1: Lackey's just in the in the hallway talking to some extras, and he's like, "Yes, I finally get to go on an away mission. Now I'm the one."
4: <laughs> no. Oh, there you are, ensign Lackey. Uh, we won't be needing your services. The oh, flight team no. has returned. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Oh, that's right. Jesus is going to go on the trolley. Eh? <laughs> She's going to start yelling at everybody. Why can none of you fly? <laughs> uh, so Ambrose, as you're, as you're walking through the ship, um, you see the, the various members of the crew going about their business. Um, you, as, you have that sensation, uh, you know, being your empathic nature. As you're going through the ship, there's definitely a high level of tension. Um some people are outright nervous. Some people are fine. They don't, you know, it's just another day in the other day in the life of Starfleet. And some of your some of your older crew members, some some of your NCOs and other veterans of the um the Dominion War understand, you know, what's coming in there, you know, there's there's a definite definite sense of unity on the ship from the NCOs down. They're they're trying to make sure that everyone is comfortable and Understands and um, when you come into any room, you feel the room's tension change. Um, it's not necessarily that everyone feels more comfortable once you pass through, but um, that it's more real. Um, that their their tentative fears become more quantified um, when they see the captain. Um, they're not more nervous, just the reality begins to set in. Um, but as you're passing the ship, you, you get those sensations. Um, as you're wrapping up though, you, you manage to, you're down in the, uh, in the engineering section. Um, Kostra is uh, finishing up some final touches and trying to, he's trying to go through and do something with the, to keep the engines more efficient when you're in the while, while you guys are in the nebula because you you're we're now in the nebula um he's trying to to keep the the f- power fluctuations from getting out of hand um clearly he's very busy uh, and as you're as you're staring at the uh the the warp core um you begin to get, you begin to get uh, a, a strange pressure in your mind excuse me um you can feel something similar to the, the 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 pressure that you felt when you were trying to read um, Toshiri the very first time. That like really kind of reflexive pushback pressure, um, and after a few seconds, um, you feel this sensation. Like there's a, there's a, in your your vision kind of flashes, and you're standing in a a white open space, very much. Uh, very much like the prophets situation, like with the, the whole surrounded by the whiteness. Um, and you can hear voices, but you can't make many of them out. Um, nothing is clear, but you're hearing, um, you hear some of the voices that you heard earlier, uh, way back when you were on D space nine. Um, uh, I can't remember the characters names right now, but the, the characters that you were like the. The potential Kai uh, and Kira and a few others um, uh, Are you going to do or say anything while you're in this state?
4: I hear them, but I don't see anybody.
0: You cannot see anyone. yep, you just okay. hear voices, and they're kind of muffled. It's more like trying to make out um it's like it's like a half dozen people talking all at once kind of far away.
4: We've done one of these scenes before, right? This isn't the first time.
0: Yeah, we've done something similar.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. He's. I'm just gonna stand there, and I'm gonna listen for either the lullaby or the toshir or toshiri. Okay. Um, I can pick anything out. Focus on just threads of all these overlapping voices.
0: Okay um after a few minutes of trying to 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 really focus things out and and narrow it down and listening specifically for the the uh the lullaby you can you can hear the words but not in the right tune um you don't really again you don't recognize the romulan words necessarily because you don't speak romulan i don't think do you
4: uh Not fluently. I think he's 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 doing. Uh, he he's got the the Rosetta Stone for Romulan that he picked up after meeting Toshiri, but he's not very good at. You spend eighteen hours on Babel,
0: um, the uh, which is equivalent to one semester. No, uh, anyway, the um, you can start to hear it. Just you can hear the words repetitively, um, in Romulan, but you don't. They don't have the tone to them. It doesn't have the musical note to it. Um, and all you can uh, beyond that, all you hear uh, is the repetitive voice of, um, someone that you spoke to way back on D space nine, right near the end of that. Um, the voice keeps saying, um, perhaps one day, perhaps one day, perhaps one day. Um, and then you see coming out of the mist, the, the woman who was the most likely person to be Kai, um, you don't really know what politics are going on over there at the moment, but she was the one who offered you the orb experience before. And she's carrying a a small uh, music box, Um, like a little, one of those eighties music boxes, those cheap cardboard ones that you open up and has a little dancer in it. Um, And as you, as she opens it, you, there's a a little dancer appears to be um, Toshiri and the light flashes and you collapse to the ground in, in uh, engineering um, as Kostra is standing over you. Kostra, you basically were, doing your thing and then the captain just he wouldn't go of your way he was in the way of one of your consoles. he wouldn't move he wouldn't move he tried to push him a couple times or try to tap him a couple times and then he just collapsed so
1: cap cap and he'll like wave his hand in front of your eyes come back to us
5: cap you there yeah. you're conscious you're just the okay. what do you want
1: Ah, you took a feigning spell. Um, uh, uh, look. Uh,
4: apologies, Mister Kostro.
1: No apologies necessary. Just get yourself to the med bay. That's not. Uh, that's not
5: usual. No, I'm sure.
4: I'm just dehydrated, but you have a point. I will leave you to your engines.
1: Don't worry, they'll be spinning long after we're both gone. Very good. Get yourself checked out. Something to—I've uh, seen dehydration before.
4: <laughs> yeah, and Am- Ambrose, uh, as as soon as he said the last thing he said, he's he's walking towards no. the door. All right. Uh, gonna... I, I think I think he would go to Med Bay. He would actually go to Med Bay, but he's going to specifically only talk to Dasavi. Mm-hmm. We, we can play that out. We don't need to. I don't have anything particular in mind, but he would go see Dasavi. All
0: right. Um. We can start with that, and then while we're doing that, we can have the next scene start. Um. So you head to sick bay. Dasavi is um. Dasavi and Davine are are. Just doing a round on the, you know, doing their their quick rounds on the in sick bay. There's not a lot going on, other than there's one guy, obviously in critical condition. Um when you come in, that's the is probably um standing near him, uh going over his chart, looking at, you know, whatever. Uh tells def- tells uh probably gets a sense almost immediately of your state. Um hands defina a chart hands to the 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 chart and says uh something about getting more medications and then you
5: can you guys can go from there uh captain Mike office sure Our preparations I think we're all set. We had a
3: slight disruption when. One of Jesus' crew came in um, quite battered, but he stabilized. Lieutenant Daphine is
5: making sure he recovers. In a few days,
4: uh, Ambrose, listening to this, is going to go over to your uh, your your replicator.
5: Water, 16 degrees. What has you so rattled? Not sure. I don't get pre battle fatigue. Not anymore. Not like this. You were on, you spent some time on. DS9, correct? Or at least in the Bajoran system? In the system. How familiar are you with
4: the Bajoran orb experiences? What is your opinion on a scientific, medical basis?
5: There are a lot of theories out there about the orbs and the experiences they can induce. Have you heard of anyone? Have you had the opportunity to treat or examine anyone? After this condition, or at least read about it. I've done some reading on it. Uh, It is rather fascinating. Um, Not entirely unlike the shared vision hallucination mind vacation, we had a lot of talk of being disoriented after the fact. Um, What do you ask? We have not been anywhere near Bajor in quite some time. And yet
4: I have been gradually experiencing things that seem similar to what I understand
5: an orb experience to be. I just had one. I think.
3: And she will uh, get up with her tricorder,
5: and yes, yes. Play. do the doctor thing
4: Have I lost my mind to doctor?
3: Well, it does seem to still be in there, which is good. Might be a little difficult to rescue anyone without it.
5: I'm sure I just need some water. Well,
3: dehydration can cause hallucinations and other interesting experiences. We would be noticing some others as well. And she will uh, um, Press on your arm, or on an exposed area of some sort, and watch the um, uh, brain that isn't working. Watch the skin turn pink where it's supposed to, when
5: it's supposed to. I think it's safe to say that you're not dehydrated. Well, I'm already feeling fine. Just figured it might be something you might look in on. I take it this is related to your sudden,
3: strong urge to head toward. Uh,
5: that. Was different, maybe not unrelated, but different, more personal. And this seems... Larger. Hmm. Grander. I had
4: too many other things going on during the Dominion War to pay too terribly close attention to Cisco and his religious happenings within Bajoran politics and whatnot, so I am sadly
5: ill-informed as to...
4: What, what is apparently a practical religious experience with these wormhole aliens, the Prophets? But there seemed to be some touch of that all the way back on DS9, and apparently it's followed me all the way out here and beyond wow. into Narendra. And I can't be having visions and falling down in the middle of a Romulan warbird.
3: No, I don't think that would be terribly helpful for you.
5: Do you have anything for that? I am
3: fresh out of the Shield, fortunately, Captain.
5: I'll get you restocked next time we hit a star-based... <laughs>
3: um i presume i'm not seeing anything medically relevant here
0: Uh, so there is uh an additional bit of uh i can't remember what they called it but
4: uh, like tordrazine or something
0: something like that it's something like that like the same thing that that you would have seen that that was present in cisco's mind when he was after he was in the 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 wormhole alien situation the first couple times. Um, you do see a rise in that. So there is something tangibly there. Like he, his mind was clearly touched by something, but it's standard for the, what you would see after an orb experience. Right. There is a significant, a, a fair amount of medical, um, scans for people that are immediately after orb experiences, but um, obviously, it's not something that's heavily studied
5: because people don't have experiences that often, but. Right. Have you had contact with one of these orbs? No. I was offered, but. Huh. Didn't take the experience. No.
3: Your brain seems to be reacting as so though you have. Um is there something that block that temporarily
5: Um yeah, you could probably give a shot that would stop that. Something that would
0: block the It would largely Yes. However, it would also probably block his um his empathy. I was gonna suggest
5: if you (laughs) didn't. Yep.
3: So there is an option, though it is a, as they used to say on old earth, potentially cutting off your nose, but your face. I can, there's a compound that can temporarily block the chemical that is flooding your brain, that is causing the visions or experiences or what have you. However, it will also
5: block your empathy. Both of which, well,
3: the empathy itself could be very beneficial. However, not falling over in the middle of a Romulus warbird is also beneficial.
5: I'll leave it to you to decide which.
4: Is there a is there a window in this room? Sure. He has to do the pensive captain looking out the window scene. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna walk over behind Desavi's desk and stare out the window. And I want to try and concentrate on that music with the imagery of tiny dancer Toshiri in the music box mm-hmm. and just try to reach out. Okay. And I don't expect anything from it, but that is what he's doing.
0: Okay. Um,
4: Tell me if that's a helpful story beat.
0: <laughs> do you have one of
4: those crystals? Yeah. Uh, you've got,
3: your, you've got your little one, but you've got your big one in your order,
4: yeah. right? Yeah, I have my necklace, so I could always... Uh, I'd probably actually go and and do that. Just grab the little one. You mean? Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd focus on the little one. Okay. If it doesn't work, but I feel something, then I might go back to my, my main crystal ball, but.
5: Okay.
0: I'm trying to decide if I want to end the scene here or not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right so as you're you're focusing on it and you're you're concentrating very hard um you've got your hand on the the crystal and you're you're you know using the breathing techniques and stuff from the uh from from your that you mar were taught,
4: taught me uh mar taught me a uh vulcan uh Men, mind cleansing yeah mind cleansing okay. sort of thing
0: um and you're focusing really hard on that tiny dancer um in elton john's Voices. No, um, I'm a dancer. The, uh, <laughs>
6: um,
0: now all I can think it was the song dancing with myself, uh, by, uh, another
4: going on. Yeah. Billy idol. Yeah. Billy idol.
0: Yep. Um, anyway, you're, you're sitting there focusing and you're, you're thinking really hard. Um, and then you feel, you begin to feel a sensation. Um, it's hard to grasp it. It's just kind of like trying to pick up wet sand. Um, it, every time you try to grasp on it, it kind of folds through your fingers,
4: um, sand in the water. Yeah.
0: Right. Yep. And you're thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking. And then you hear very subtly, very impactfully in your head, um uh, uh you hear Toshiri's voice um and it says, Help me, at which point the red alert alarms go off. Um, and whoever's on the bridge, uh Commander Brooks calls down uh, um, the Romulans have decloaked in the area.
4: Don't worry, I'm coming. What do you mean the Romulans have? So, right. yeah. Sorry. Everybody to action stations. Where I go? The doctor, no time. And I will head towards the shuttle. All right. I'm going to go ahead and Dezavi end. While dies in the background.
0: <laughs> right. Because we have several soup brains tonight. Um, although I am feeling much better now that I've taken my Zyrtec and I'm actually feeling a little excited now. Uh, it's a great time to stop.
5: In. Just- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know right there. So what we'll do is we'll pick up next session with red alert coming off and we'll start on the bridge with the, uh, we'll start with our cold open. We, the, the shuttles, come, the commander Brooks and the bridge and the, the, uh, Romulans coming in and then calling down. Um, and I'll, I'll work with you on that, um, Kendall, so we know where to start that next session. Um, but we'll start directly in the action next session and we'll jump right in and get things done. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and do our quick wrap up. Let me find my buttons here.
4: What? Oh man, this was so much tonight. This was, this was so much. <laughs> what moment stands out
0: most to you this evening? Uh, let's start with, uh, Brian,
4: Somebody who's not me. <laughs> right.
0: Brian, you had a lot of good stuff going on tonight. I really, I liked, uh, I liked every one of your character scenes. Uh, I really liked the Elizabeth stuff. So, what moment stands out most to you this evening? Um.
1: Uh. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I really like the choice of giving. Uh, um. I really like the choice of giving. Uh, uh. Ambrose that vision right before the battle. That's that was a good timing. Oh, and and I really liked. Uh. I really liked uh, how. Jisa um, responded to the 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 space accident uh that was a really good scene um and i really enjoyed all that, that
0: hot jaw hot jaw <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: a terrible name uh i, I was going for <laughs> hawk jaw like some sort of bird like peregrine bird fighter it came out hot jaw so you know hot he's he's perfect. just he's, <laughs> yeah, he's got a nice chin
0: yeah it's got a nice it's this person is played by kirk douglas in his youth yeah um have, do you have anything that stands out most to you right. this evening
3: um i like the little scene between the Fiend and and
0: yeah <laughs> i thought that was really good that was a that was a good i can i keep forgetting it's a good that there's the connection there between gs and because we don't see either one of them nearly enough mm-hmm. um and i really yeah, that, that was, was good insane. um kudos to brian for that one for for remembering it's yeah. there and picking up on that so I, i'm glad you added that in yeah. Now I'm looking
1: forward to
0: that vacation that was a spur of the moment thing, but it's definitely yeah. 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 um Kendall, you uh you watched a lot of tonight and you had some soup brain. So what's the alphabet spell out for you?
2: Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> um I like I the toe that. tag
4: scene. Oh, yeah, it made me giggle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I I love that Tana was like, you you got you got a toe tag for me, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's filled out, just she just wears it under her inside her yep. boot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Pre applied
2: you got a real grim sense of humor. It's going to come out real fast, real yeah. hard. Ambrose,
4: <laughs> is, Ambrose is down for that energy. I want to see some of that on on this away mission. Yeah.
0: Jack, what do you got for the best? For what moment stand, stands out most to you?
4: Oh, boy. So much of tonight I was in, so it feels weird saying, you know, I really liked all this stuff I did. You um, <laughs> can say that. Why not? Yeah. Uh, no, I I enjoyed every second of tonight as I usually do. But this this was a great episode. Um, I I I still have to pull myself away from Ambrose, especially with that <laughs> that final that final scene, because uh, I gotta go gotta go rescue my princess from the tower. Right. Um, I I really liked seeing uh, Amathi's personality. You know, bouncing around like what what's next what's next what what, what more can we do i thought right. i thought that was great uh i i think there was a little bit of uh d- d- both parties in that instance seemed a little soup brain uh and of course we've had some technical difficulties but i I'd, I'd love to see that uh a bit more yeah i thought oh, that he was has great a lot
2: of energy yeah
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so if you could uh, give i did go ahead i i really i really liked um how we how we opened uh, with Tong just kind of playing supervisor and getting getting ideas and getting like bouncing things off of uh, Elizabeth and uh, Tana, who really took it away. I really like what you guys both bounced back at me because I'm like, OK, great. You had great ideas. Tell me what those are. And right. you guys you guys threw it right back at me. And I thought that was great.
0: Yeah, it's hard to do on a cold scene, especially after been off for mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. Um, and with everything else has been going on, it's uh, those couple of quick scenes that we had that that felt mm-hmm. like, I mean, basically, like I was dictating what we were doing because I kind of was um, we're really just there yeah. to try to try to get everyone back into something and get some characters on screen and get some
4: roles done. And I think this was a really excellently paced episode with all of the different scenes Yeah in between major developments and mm-hmm. planning and plot development. Stuff
0: when I, like that. when I write out the, the, the scene list, it does make my, my it makes it way easier on me. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. and I do that for a lot of episodes, but I haven't recently, cause I just haven't had time. Um, so I want to give thanks to everybody. Uh, after our last week, we had our meeting, um, uh, it motivated me to get back to doing that a little bit more and remembering that that is something that I need to do. Uh, my ADD went, Hey, you do this thing, right? Uh, don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um so if you give I
2: put all of my ADHD into amathi
0: Yeah, right. Uh I need to get brol back on cuz uh that that guy's got some of that. Oh man. Um <laughs> him and Tong. He
3: didn't, I didn't oh, breath. Yeah. Uh
0: who would you want to give the most props to for their playing the character? So basically what who best embodied their character tonight? This is pick somebody that you thought did a good job, give them props for the character they played. Um like for me, again, I thought Elizabeth's um frustration or not necessarily frustration, but her her self-struggle, I think was evident tonight um when talking to Amber. So that was really good. And I think that that took that character to me, that took that character um and put her back on track to I think where she was um before the Hage Symbiote incident. Like I think that really mm-hmm. I mean there's still obviously the Hage stuff is still going on, but I think that was a, a moment that really kind of grounds her again and makes her uh makes her story more compelling again. I think that's really cool. I like. I thought you did a good job there, Brian.
1: I, I, I I'll give Jack uh, props for that scene too. He was the you. You asked interesting questions, and uh, it really finally let me. Uh, you know, this. I'll be honest. This is stuff like I've I've thought about, but like you know, t- short of short of her going around and say, Hey, I've got symbiote. <laughs> Yeah, I don't
0: get much chance to talk about it. i like so. post-symbiote disorder. Um, mm-hmm.
1: If
2: only there was a counselor on the ship.
3: <laughs> nope.
2: Weird.
4: Yeah, I'm very happy with how that scene turned out. Um, I I like the dynamic that we had because I really didn't want to come down on Yezbeth. I wanted to lift Yezbeth up mm-hmm. uh, and kind of kind of help lift her up out of the symbiote soup. That yeah. we've yeah. that we've been seeing, and while a counselor um,
0: would be fun, this is something that I think needed to be organic. um And from yeah. there, it can go to us to, to beyond that. But I think mm-hmm. it needed to be organic. um And I think this is something we've been looking for for a while. I think there was a. I think Brian, for a, I, I know early on in season two, we were which this is um Brian and I had talked about getting this moment, and
4: it just never really appeared. So this, this is this has been and a scene I've wanted uh, with Ambrose and Yezbeth from. Mm-hmm like four episodes into season 2 and yeah. it's just we kept pushing it back and pushing it back so I'm glad we finally got to it and I think it really fits at this point because we're going to see Yesbeth really sh- hopefully see Yesbeth really shine on this away mission and then we can follow that through uh you know to solidifying uh, that that bond again and growing yeah. that and uh, get that promotion we've been talking about
0: either yeah. that or she'll fail at a bunch of roles and keep burning her hands again
1: <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, kind of we'll I wouldn't that she does well <laughs>
3: um
0: so Evelyn do you, who who would you uh, what's your who do you, who best invited
5: the character in your mind uh um, Soup. Soup. <laughs> <Pumpkin> soup. <laughs> um,
3: <sighs> there are a lot of little pizzas that I really like. Um I don't know that any anything like really stood out for me as like, oh my god, this was phenomenal, but also I think that is less on anybody else and more on brain. Right. Um my coffee legit did not kick in until like Fifty minutes ago, and now I'm awake and I can focus. <laughs> and I need to go to
6: bed.
3: Um, yes, lots of tiny
5: pieces stuck out. Okay. You need to turn
3: it off
0: for everyone. Kendall, what, what what did you see tonight? The, who 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 stood out to you tonight?
2: Um, Gisa. because um, she. I don't know. I think there's something to go on with uh, getting really frustrated when you're trying to do the right thing, and leading into a different or continuing on a character that's pretty satisfying to see, even if it was a small part.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I like was... Jack. Had, I mean, Gisa has a lot of things that she's been wanting to get through that just we have not seen. Yeah, <laughs> I, li- I liked that, that it, was building. Building. it was an
0: impromptu. <laughs> it was an impromptu thing too. Like I really hadn't planned on that being the complication, but I thought it was an interesting scene to do. Um, and I had every intention of killing the character off, but good rolls for the guys. That was pretty good.
4: I got to stop trying to save people if I want them to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where's
2: the satisfaction from that?
4: But, but I'm like, yes, complication. Give it to me. Make it hurt more, or more and more. Yeah. Then you guys saved him. Damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the Star Trek answer, though. Like, it's really, <laughs> yeah. really close to dead. And then, oh, wait, they saved him. OK, that's a good outcome.
4: And, um, and Jisa can have more or less the same reaction because it was like a hair away from him dying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah it's like, where's my trauma? I
4: also I really pay
2: for trauma.
0: I see. <laughs> here's yep. what. Here's where the trauma comes in. Now you go to see the guy in the OR, in the in the uh, sick bay. Now that he's injured, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You ruined my career," and blah blah blah. It's going To be a scene right out of Mash. <laughs> yeah.
4: I I give you all these threats to spend, Jeff. Come on, throw them back at me.
0: <laughs> I got a combat coming up. I needed them. I All
1: think
4: right. he had great
0: potential for a plot like we kind of touched on earlier if we'll talk about it more later yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it, it adds some potential future conflict i think it so it's that's uh i like that he got saved too um damn it hot y'all i think we could skip a lot of these other ones because they're similar to what we've already done uh what do you want to see Then ask me
4: though i've been talking a lot oh
0: yeah yeah <laughs> what uh what moments well you said the, you had the the, the one what's what, what moment stands out most to you well, who exemplifies the character that's the one uh,
4: no, i no, i was i was gonna say tana i'm throwing it back at tana i okay. briefly uh I, I briefly mentioned that uh yeah. but no I, I i thought tana was great with the with the energy in medbay um uh, get throwing it back at Ambrose, uh, during the conference room scene. Part of that was Jack forgetting that Tana had, you know, was Bajoran Resistance, right. but I really liked the, the quick back and forth that was there. Uh, and I am really looking forward to seeing more Tana and more, more of that, more of that energy. Yeah. More of that personality. I think forgetting that mission.
0: she's from the, that she was in Bajoran Resistance is actually good yeah. because. Here's a character who is a linguist and is not someone you would expect. You know, she's a, she's a scientist, linguist, engineer, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's not really someone you would expect to be a badass. And yet here she is reminding everyone, mm-hmm. get off my fucking toes. I'll yep. shoot you a la Jisa. Um, mm-hmm. all for All for less reasons. I don't need as many reasons as Jisa.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spoil them because it's not my place, but I'm looking at the focuses, values and talents here on our little spreadsheet. And I'm looking forward to them. Yeah
0: um all right what did you see from some other character or player tonight that you would like to see more of what things would you like to see more of in the future uh, obviously we touched a little bit on some of those but what do you guys want to see more of from each person or not from each person but from somebody i just want to see more of i uh
2: hot jaw he's the one good looking ensign around <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I have to, I'll have to find a picture of, of the character now.
4: <laughs> um, anyway, that's him, and, him and Lackey need to have like a hollow program to like go you're, play pool or something.
1: They are best friends and always hang out, but we'll never see it.
4: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And Koba, uh, Kostra hates him. Or Koba hates oh, hates him. Oh, of
5: course
2: he does. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's too chiseled. Too <laughs> chiseled? <laughs> <laughs> he works out more than me.
2: You just got Henry Cavill on
0: on the ship. Yes. All right. That's it. Hot jaws. Now Henry Cavill. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will get that photo. All of the witcher, even like with the long hair and everything, just just sexy all around. (laughs) Now I'm warm. Um, (laughs) Anybody else have anything they want to see from any other characters? Uh, Any other scenes they'd like to see in the future? That kind of thing they'd like to see from other characters. Or even from your own. Doesn't matter. Something, um, something you're looking forward to.
2: I, I mentioned it in like the chat over here, but um, with the uh, talk of the orb experiences and orb adjacent experience that Embrose had, I think that would make a good ex- conversation for him and Tana because she has.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Awesome.
5: Mm-hmm. That could yeah, be really earth. interesting.
0: Also, nice. being a Bajoran uh, ties some stuff she together.
2: Because she is devout.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's a good point. I like that. I think,
1: I think that'd be a great confidant for Ambrose.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the, mm-hmm. the conflict of interest makes him more interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll have that, well, to work for,
4: work towards that.
0: I know the scene that I'm looking forward to is the first reunion between Ambrose and Toshari. I'm looking forward to that session. I, I picture uh, it,
4: that's going to be the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I picture it being I, well, the original rescue. I actually picture like being the Death Star rescue uh, when they find Leia and she's just. Like I didn't need you to save me, but I'm glad you're here because now I can't really get that phaser from you? <laughs> so I don't know how it's gonna play out, but I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, anybody else got anything?
4: All right, I I definitely want to see more Daphine telling Jesus just to just calm the f down, <laughs> just <laughs> just cool it.
2: That was cute.
0: Duffin is gonna start start smuggling Jesus some van. <laughs> I'm, I'm this
1: close to like, do we, Do you
4: need some sedatives? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yelling at those poor people! Just God,
2: like, just, honey, your anxiety is showing. Yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right, if you could change one thing about the session, what would it be, other than just going longer? <laughs> that one's cheap. More.
2: <laughs> um, less soup brain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I was having trouble breathing at first, like when we first started playing. I'm like, mm-hmm. I texted my wife, I'm like, I think I might die during this game. I think I my my time is up. It's over. And then, then I took the uh I took the Zyrtec, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs>
4: Pretty well, I'm sure it's the long, long COVID. session <laughs> don't need you killing yourself for this stream. Yeah.
3: <sighs> I mean, I'm like two weeks away from my ninety day being over, which means you're probably out of your period or probably just have
0: COVID again. Yeah, maybe. Fine. It's possible. Fine. RSV, I've had a lot of patients with RSV lately, so.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, anybody else have anything they would change about this session, if they could? No?
3: Aside from Sue, um, I think this was a great well, one.
0: Uh,
3: uh, I,
1: would, I would have, I, I ended up liking the way the scene played out, but I will admit I was a little disappointed when, like, uh, Jissa didn't like it wasn't her fighter that was that suffered the damage sure i think that could have been interesting as well and so i you know just because it's it's a little more you know something happens to a guy off a guy we don't know it's not as impactful as sure hitting character we care about right now I ultimately like the way the scene went, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't change it, uh, if I could. Uh, but I don't know. That's just a thought I had. Yeah. I thought
0: about it, but the reasoning I went the other way was because we've come up with some other story. I really want to see Jisa in and the chance of killing off Jisa right there in what didn't really feel to me like a super important scene to begin with. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought, I thought the exact same thing. It would be better, much better to do it with Jisa. It'd be more heart wrenching if something happened. But mm-hmm. in the end, I thought that, uh uh and like you said i think the scene worked out really well the way it did so um i yeah I i'm glad agree.
4: you went that way yeah um, uh because jisa uh it what it that's a that's a warhammer thing uh but uh basically she considers herself dead as soon as she hops in right. the cockpit and if she comes back out cool but i mean something Jem'Hadar. bad happening to her uh yeah i guess i guess that was that's kind of Hadar. Yeah. yeah um it's a tr- but, it's a trope. yeah yeah um but i, I think it, it's definitely more impactful for the story and definitely for her that something that happened to somebody else because she really cares about that if she gets knocked out by an <laughs> asteroid well she she screwed up
0: well we we talked a little bit in chat and i won't give any spoilers away but we talked in chat a little bit about a future for jisa and i came up with a, an npc concept and some dialogue bits that i really would like to throw at jisa uh, because of that conversation that we held and had there and I think this scene will play well into that uh, that line that I came with before yeah. the game started, and really put a nail in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jesus.
1: It's just one hundred percent. I I think it ultimately worked out great. I yeah. I I guess my only statement is more just I I love it when bad things happen to our characters.
4: And- sure, <laughs> so, sure. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's it's the- more the drama. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the emotional damage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, the yeah. look-
4: emotional damage. They- you, you,
0: we'll have to run a game at L5R sometime. I <clears throat> wall. L5R. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add, comment, uh, say, promote one last time, anything like that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that said, then, uh, again, you can find me and all the places uh, at Time. Temple. You can find Jack, all the places at the new name, which is
4: RPGs, RPGs Uncovered. RPGs Uncovered.
0: Yep. Which I think is a great name uh also uh way more to
4: come in the new year yeah so looking forward to all the stuff coming in the new year even though i took a little bit of hiatus the channel's still going uh so now's the time to jump on come january we're gonna hit the ground running rpgs uncovered
0: yeah and there's a bunch more shows coming to studio tembo soon uh we're working on a couple new shows uh i am gonna be back on continuing conversations more often not every episode but more frequently than i was uh um, I really enjoyed the interview we had with a couple of Star Trek authors the last time around. Uh, that was a really good episode. Um, that's available on Twitch right now. You can also catch it uh, on YouTube or on anywhere fine podcasts you're giving away. We are available on Spotify. Uh, if you can find this show, you can find that show because they're on all the same networks. Uh, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, We're everywhere. Um, I also want to be really, I really want to say thank you. Um, this show just hit. Uh, I believe 40,000 downloads yesterday morning, um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, It is my now second most popular show I've ever done. Um, And it's heading towards the most. So that's great. I love it. Um, I'm so glad you guys listen to the show. Um, I know it's primarily on podcasting, but you guys don't get to see a lot of stuff we do. We have a lot of graphics and stuff that we use for the show. Um, So feel free to check us out on YouTube. Uh, Check us out on Twitch as well. Um, The episodes that come out on Twitch are Currently about two to three weeks ahead of the episodes that people are getting in the on YouTube or on uh on downloads. That's part of our being a Twitch affiliate now. I want to make sure that we have some exclusivity to, to Twitch, which is way more than they require, but whatever. Um speaking of Twitch, we're gonna start doing some challenges. Those are gonna be out next episode. Look for those. It's gonna be some giveaways and uh some stuff to be able to get a live uh QA with Jim Johnson and Michael Desmuke for continuing conversations. I don't have anything else. Uh, I want to say thank you to the cast as well. And uh, check out St. Pete by Nights over at St. Pete by Nights on uh, Twitch if you want to learn more. Also, Kent is going to be on one of my podcasts coming up soon, hopefully. Um, more about that and the challenges. So uh, I don't have anything else. So, so long and thanks for the fish. Live long and prosper. Whatever else you want to say. Have a good night. I forgot where my thing went. Hang on. Wait. There it is.